Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's showtime. And here we go. One, two, three, four. Greetings, Blackhawk and Hostile Tribe. Today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2016, which is Pearl Harbor Day. Thanks for downloading and listening and joining this Blackhawk blogosphere's most looked-down-upon deplorables for the uh, for this Puck and Hostile Shoutcast number 71, the... Yuri Slager episode. Yuri Slager episode. That would have been one of my picks, too. But did you know... That hashtag Dick Fucking Panic was number seventy-one on the Lightning. I did, <laughs> so we could have used him as well, but that's all right. I know, but that was a shout out to Southside Mike. All right, fair enough, fair enough. He only listens to the first three minutes of this bullshit, so <laughs> I, yeah, well, until, until we lose you again. For those of you who are just uh, weren't with us at the beginning, we just spent about a a good uh, twenty minutes trying to get Patrick on the line without line without uh, connection problems so that's what we have to look forward to for the rest of the night i can't confirm that the laptop is still frozen on skype <laughs> yeah well good thing you're going to be getting a new uh maxim sometime soon yeah or a new ermac i should say but yeah. anyway all right anyway thank you sir for that yuri slager episode 71 Welcome to our lonely, desolate little corner of the worldwide wine, where we have been affectionately anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcasting world, thanks to our iTunes reviewers, and where we still gather every couple of weeks to make Blackhawks podcast great again. A piece of advice, my greasy friend. We have losers. We have losers. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, we are also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Pro. Jay McBoy in the Australian chapter, Eloisa in the Brazilian chapter, and Burns Churches in the South African chapter. 
Where's the sound effect? <laughs> I knew you were going to be waiting for that. I knew it. I knew it. Wouter Pieter. There you go. <laughs> it wouldn't. It. it wouldn't be a shoutcast without Wouter Pieter. Yeah. Uh, I am Geekkeeper, your for favorite vertically challenged loudmouth goalie and the purveyor of this grand mess. I am joined here by three of the Puck and Stooges, three other Puck and Stooges. Uh, first of all, we have the founder of the McRib Diet, former ATT U-verse, current sort of Xfinity celebrity spokesmodel, and the man voted the Blackhawks blogosphere's most eligible bachelor in a landslide and future brother-in-law of Lamont native Scott Darling, Patrick Stankus. You. <laughs> I had to add that. I, I added that last part in on the fly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's like my greatest accomplishment on Twitter. <laughs> my only accomplishment. Yeah, that, that, that took, we'll explain that to the listeners shortly, but uh, let me finish the intros. Next, we have former rumored Photoshop guy. Frankie Fish, and the person who recently deactivated his UglySchmucks.com dating profile while his lovely bride created her own CanDoBetter.com profile. Derek Darth Usher Harms. Good evening. Good evening. And a last-minute addition, our Generation Z member helping us cover three generations of Blackhawk bellyaching. <laughs> future Kansas Jayhawk and fellow portly basement dwelling blogger named Patrick, Mr. Guys, Norton. Sorry. You okay. need to keep it down. My mom is kind of listening in. So, <laughs> Oh, great. Keep your voice down. My roommates are sleeping. <laughs> Excellent. So that mean, does that mean we can't say bad words? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm deleting them off of the, uh, outline. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, oh, come on, man. <laughs> Oh, there's plenty of don't be deleting stuff off my outline. Anyway. I'm not. Um and we are we are short one with uh, Mr. Tom McFroster. Had to uh work tonight, so he couldn't make it with us. Um So welcome everybody. Uh we got a couple things we need to talk talk about. I just looked at the addition to the outline. <laughs> all right. We we got a couple things we gotta talk about. First first of all, uh the the biggest news in our in our Literally. world. <laughs> there you go <laughs> nicely done um mr harms will be leaving the crew to focus on life so he's going to be taking a step back and he's going to be actually working on his paid career rather than yes. uh dicking around on the internet and making photoshops uh, no i thought uh trump was supposed to end your life by killing your job Derek. <laughs> well he hasn't Become president, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Breaking news, no, Derek will yeah. be back on January 20th. So. <laughs> I think, all I can say is that what I think Derek is doing is pretty ice cold, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll probably get emotional towards the end, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the happiest fucking in the day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we do wish uh, Derek a best of luck with uh, what he continues to do. I don't know if you're going to keep your Twitter handle, but uh... yeah, I'll still be on Twitter. Okay. I might make the very, very, very occasional Photoshop. Yeah, well, it, well, you'll have that, More. and I don't know if you're going to keep the name the same or whatever the case is, but we'll pass that on if, uh, or at least I will, since Pat's got you blocked. 
Yeah. I found you a woman. I found you a woman, and you thanked me by blocking me. <laughs> you asked God. Well, we did, and that is a nice segue. Um, <laughs> very nice segue. It took uh, Derek two years to finally figure out what a nice segue is. <laughs> well, you know. How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Yeah. Uh, the woman that Derek speaks of is Miss Sarah Darling, who... Uh, was somehow alerted to the Photoshop that was put together uh, last shoutcast with uh, when where where Patrick was nuzzling up to Miss Darling. <coughs> She's a name searcher, <coughs> or or someone alerted to her her to that because I'm sure she does not listen because if she did she would have not have she would have never replied to to any of us and we would have been blocked. So. Um, yeah, Miss Darling spoke up and she asked when the first date is. So we, we I think we officially can say we have the first entry to the uh, Win a Date with Fatrick contest. She's very good at blocking people on Twitter, but she's not very good at blocking the donuts on the table. <laughs> You're a she's fat perfect fucking disgrace. And, and actually, I pulled this for her. You know, women who date fat guys are often mentally unstable. That's yeah, true. They call them chubby chasers. <laughs> Hey, at least Patrick has a woman. <laughs> this is true. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, well, something like that. So, yeah, Miss Darling, uh, she's slightly more familiar with the Puck and Hustle crew, uh, even more familiar with one particular member of the crew. So we, we'll see how that goes. That, that'll probably end quickly, very abruptly. I'm, I'd like to start the petition now to name their first child Jabba. Oh, damn. Well, alrighty then. Someone came out firing today. Going out with a bla- blaze of glory like John Bon Jovi. I had three cups of coffee for this fucker. Let's go. It only took you two years to do it. <laughs> alrighty. Hey, I've had my moments. Come on. Anyway. So, um... Make like Lane Staley and just curl up in a ball in, in a, an apartment. No, I'm like Adam Dunn. I bat 200, but I occasionally hit a home run. So, you know. Hey, no one strikes up more than me. <laughs> We're not going to whine here. Pittsburgh can whine. Pittsburgh whines enough for the whole league, so there's no room for any other team to whine. There you go. Keep ignoring that story, too, folks. <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> ignoring it. Mr. Mr. Torts is doing a wonderful job in, in Columbus, apparently. The adjusting torts. Even 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 though two of those wins were against the shithole Coyotes, but where they got sixty shots in one game. The Hawks beat those shitty ass Coyotes last yeah. night. Yeah, exactly four nothing. But that's neither here nor there. Um, they addition- killed Brent Seabrook, but yeah. yeah well. Stanley Cup, blue jacket, Stanley Cup. I don't think that's going to happen. That's not happening. Uh, in other news, also Terry Bores called it a broadcast career due to the failing health. We never want to see anything like that. I personally like. I was a fan of Terry Bores. I always have been. Uh, I liked it when he was with Dan McNeil, but that was like back in the '90s. So it's been a while since that. But uh, man, Bernstein's hot fucking trash. So yeah, yeah, I couldn't listen to that anymore. Yeah, but I like I liked Bores and McNeil. They they actually uh, they made a good team. They played off each other pretty well. With Boars being the sarcastic straight man on the side, being the fat trick of the group. <laughs> and uh, 
but anyway, best best wishes to him and his family. I hope he gets better. He's a uh, one of the good guys in the Chicago media. Uh, and then lastly, in the off-topic news, we have a new review. It was alerted to me. Uh, I don't remember who told me, but someone just after we finished recording the last one, someone uh, alerted me that there was a new review. So let's read that on the air. So here it goes. It's by All Goalies Matter, and the title is A Blackhawks News Staple. Uh, what can I say? Pocket Hustle is my favorite source for Blackhawks news. I'm sorry for that. Sure. <laughs> sure, it's easy for fans and critics to just blame Crawford or Darling when the team plays like dog shit and loses like uh, loses like a bandwagoner, but not Puckin' Hostel. These guys recognize when the team as a whole or a certain player lose their momentum, which rookies and prospects deserve recognition, and which players deserve more credit than they receive. All while being very sarcastic with an awesome, sometimes twisted sense of humor. Patrick? That's an understatement. Yeah. Woo! Just wait till we get the first topic of general news. Yeah, and I had a feeling that was coming. Anyway, they, uh, to finish this up, they even have a Canadian and a person with a severe weight, with severe weight problems on their team. Make that two. <laughs> three. <laughs> Which proves they're not just 100% They're not being 100% judgmental. I find the voice of Gatekeeper quite soft and soothing, which is scary, even when cursing out Derek for the love of Satan. Someone please find Patrick a woman. Thanks for all he the did, laughs. Thanks for all the laughs, gentlemen. Looking forward to many more. So thank you to All Goalies Matter. I don't, I'm not sure who that is, but if, uh, feel free to speak up if you want. We'll give you recognition on Twitter or wherever, whatever social I'm media you I'm certain use. you wrote that yourself. <laughs> No, it's written too well. He can't write that. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Does that mean you've been reading my uh, recaps, fucker? No. Sorry. <laughs> no, you haven't. See, you gave me shit for taking like four days to I read totally your recap. Did. Yeah. 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 No, I anyway. them all. So uh, thank you to all Goalies Matter, whoever that is. Like I said, if, if you can speak up or whatever, we'll give you credit on whatever social media platform you use, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Or Instagram, possibly Instagram too. Uh, that being said, I think we'll just move right into the uh, we'll move right into the general NHL news. I'm gonna try and do my best to get this thing moving along a little better and not have it drag. So I'm not, I'm not gonna promise anything, but here we go. What? Yeah, yeah, I know. Laugh, laugh all you want, laugh it up. I was gonna say, drag it like your foot on the brake while you're trying to take off. <laughs> yeah, thanks. All right, here we go. Get ready, folks, for the next little while. We're going to show you what I call rock'em, sock'em hockey. Okay, you ready? Let's go. All right. So, as Patrick mentioned previously, of course, we got we to we begin on a somber note, which is the, the majority of a Brazilian soccer team dies in a plane crash in Colombia, which brings back eerie memories of the locomotive Yaroslavl crash. Uh, six people survived the actual crash, which which included three team members of the team, but basically the whole team was wiped out. So it's a, a sad moment. I just want to find out. I want to find out who the Karpatsev on that soccer team was and find out uh, the Brazilian Pat Foley's rant about him. <laughs> Jesus. What? What? Nice. Real nice. We, you've been waiting all week for that, haven't you? 
No, actually, I just thought of that. I just thought of that one. Oh, okay. Well, that would make more sense. What? Woo! Why it was so bad? Bad, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right. Anyway, moving on. Um, as I mentioned, Can't a little Bill Beck calls me out for that one. <laughs> oh, he will. You know, he will. Yeah, he's got nothing better to do. Well, you know, it's, some people like to actually listen to us. I, I can't understand why, but some people do actually like to listen to us. Just like some people enjoy saucer ice cream. Oh, no. Look at the style. I mean, look at how they attack the saucer ice cream here at the United Center. God. Saucer ice cream. There you go. Still better. Still 100 times better than Steve Conroy. Yes. I See, we've well, all gotten on the Steve Conroy bandwagon. <laughs> I, I I dislike him. Pat dislikes him. And Mr. Norton dislikes him as well. So, if Steve Conroy describes somebody eating soft surf ice cream. It probably goes this. Look at him go to town <laughs> against the, the black and the orange, the outflow or outflow. <laughs> And then Jamal Mayers just randomly chimes in with nothing relevant to the conversation. No, he probably mentioned how he's a big fan of Sherbert or something like that. Had nothing to do with soft serve. Well, Jamal Mayers isn't the greatest at the interview. Why they put him in the post game, I don't know, to interview players out. He can't even spit out a question. Needs so. some grit. Yeah. Ooh, that was a nice goal by Nicholas Backstrom. Wow. I did not see that. Anyway. All right. Um, just start a petition, though, to get Jim Blaney back. Whatever it takes. Damn! Uh, we need something. We need something a little better than what they've got, that's for sure. Because uh, Pat Boyle is atrocious, too. Well, and, and your newest favorite uh, duo on uh, CSN. Oh. <laughs> With that new show that they've got. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, Jesus. What was that? Uh, the Luke Stuckmeyer yeah. thing. Stuckmeyer and what I love the, the, what's her name Layla Rahini Rahini yeah it's almost as bad as a WGN intermission report like I I love the promo image they use for that show with him like with like a frown on his face <laughs> he looks like a fucking piss baby I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with that but it's bad that, that can't last give, long give me more Sierra Santos and Kelly Kroll and I'll be happy yeah I do like Sierra Santos she can at least spit out a coherent sentence. What about David Kaplan? Oh, God. <sighs> uh. Oh, Jesus. David Kaplan yeah, yeah. is like King Meatball. Well, he's a name searcher, too, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- didn't he find? Yeah, he found something that you said. Anyway, enough belly aching about Chicago media. Um. <clears throat> As we mentioned a little earlier, the Coyotes' Mike Smith sets a franchise record with 58 saves, and he still loses the game against those Columbus against Torch's Columbus Blue Jackets. It's because the analytics are really adding up for the Coyotes. Yeah, they're really adding up for the Panthers too, right? We're not going to whine yeah. here. Pittsburgh can whine. Pittsburgh whines enough for the whole league, so there's no room for any other team to whine. It's doing really well for the Cleveland Browns too in football. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, give me give me more. You know, advanced stats talk. Well, that was the team that gave well, Giants. Except, except they, the Panthers and the the Coyotes don't have good advanced stats because they're rebuilding. Yeah, but or they're using them to rebuild, and then I don't know, whatever. 
They that, haven't that gotten to that was a whole shit show. I, I, I honestly, uh, going going back on the advanced stats, I think that some of those stats shouldn't even be counted as advanced stats. Some of them should just be like, like I mean, Corsi is literally just shot. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, exactly. Like Corsi, Corsi. Yeah, I, I think that should be like the equivalent. You know, like added in like plus minuses. If you're going to have well, plus minus, I mean, and, it's, it's attempted shots, but well, yeah, know. yeah, right. But I think that should be added in because you, you yeah. do count shots. You count blocked shots. You count, you know, you, you, you do mm-hmm. count all that stuff. So anyway, yeah. but whatever. I don't, I don't want to get off on a jaunt on uh, some of that bullshit. And I brought Too that late. up. No, you want to, I brought that up in uh, one of my recaps about score effects. Uh, Let's see. I wonder what the score effects podcast is going to be like for Ice Cold once they add Derek. <laughs> oh, damn. How you like me now? How you like me now? <laughs> He's going to be the, the newest Ice Cold Photoshopper. <laughs> yeah. Although I th- although I think Derek pays more attention to what it's actually going on in the NHL. So. Yeah, I know, because the Bears are, are better off than the Blackhawks. Yeah, more promising. They have a better yeah. future. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. Pat, I think you brought this one to the table, which is Ken Holland uh, is in favor of expanding the playoffs with a wild card game. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I... Yeah, just in time just in time for the uh, the Red Wings to possibly lose their playoff streak. I'm not sure I'm on Not to mention that. ruin a good thing. Well... Yeah, well, ruin something. It's so, some things, yeah, for sure. I mean, I might, be in the, the, I might be in the minority here. I think that the wild card game in baseball already sucks, so I don't see how... Ugh. Oh, I, I think I, that's too much. I like it just because it's like a free, It's like game seven right well, there, but I, I, I don't think that, it makes sense but... in hockey. I don't think it makes sense in hockey for a tournament that already lasts like three months. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. the baseball playoffs, they already pretty much like doubled the time it takes for playoffs. Their, their playoffs only last about a month, so I mean... Yeah, but it like, used to be two rounds, which was like a couple weeks. Right, but they play, you know, every night almost. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, every other night. I, mean I, I get the fact that you don't just want the four division winners to, to make it, and you got like 30 teams. Like that's, that's really narrowing it down. I can understand that in baseball. Um, I think hockey's got some definite flaws, but yeah. well, it's a bigger tournament because you've got eight, you've got sixteen teams. Well, versus, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I many, like you know. the amount of teams. I think it's the, probably the appropriate amount of teams that are in right now. You I already got sixteen, then you'd have eighteen. You're already at over fifty percent. So why would you add two more? Yeah, right. No, I I think sixteen is enough. Well, I you'd have to add four more because you'd have a wild card game in each. Well, no, eight. eight would play the nine. Oh yeah, you know you're right. Sorry. Thanks for thanks for reading the article. <laughs> what? Damn. I was. God, you're gonna miss you're gonna this, Patrick. Like, you're gonna miss this. You're, you're gonna be fat buckled to the blockheads over on ice cold. <laughs> I'm not any podcast. I might come on as like an occasional guest, but. Yeah. Uh, no, no one's saying we gotta book Derek Carnes for our podcast tonight. <laughs> It's like booking Jim Crest. No one fucking cares. Oh, come on now. Don't hit a guy while he's down. <laughs> come on. <Jeez. laughs> 
Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're, you're, you ought to have connection issues before every podcast. Yeah. Uh, it gets you fired up. I think it's just sad that I, I'm leaving. Oh, yeah. Well, you, there's going to be one less punching bag on here for him, so. Oh, don't worry, man. I have your bag packed and everything. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, sir, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. Okay. I got big boy pants on. <laughs> you send that fucking hostile Chinese knockoff shirt to some little Ethiopian kid. Make his day, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> we have you people think around that are cities, or? stupid. All right. Back on track. Reeling it back in. So, uh, in other words, Ken Holland, stop ruining hockey because he already did it with Well, overtime. yeah. Yeah. I did. Uh, although, he, no, go ahead. although he did vote against the shootout when it originally was coming up, but he screwed it up with three on three. Yeah. Well, uh, I did listen to the uh, the Lozo and Down Goes Brown uh, podcast where they just spent like 25 minutes talking about how. Uh, the, the NHL should go into uh, the the three two one point system. As oh, far I as totally agree. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, because and they brought up a lot of good points actually, which was, you know, there you get a lot of teams that just shut it down in the third period because they get a lead and maybe they they shouldn't be in the game or something like that. They shut it down. They hang on to the puck and there's no action late in the game. And then because they can just make they can ensure or maybe they don't they don't have a lead but they have a tie game and uh, they can ensure they get that extra point by just taking it to overtime and it doesn't matter you know you're going to get a point out of that game so but if you get three yeah. points for a win then that's another thing altogether so yeah it would make the game a lot more exciting because now games nowadays just feel so they feel like slogs most of the time. Well, and and that was another thing they brought. They're like, you know, and and I know Pat and I uh, regularly harass people about, you know, the scores not being high enough and things like that. Uh, you know, like when you see these scores, like the scores are are okay. Um, there's nothing yeah, terrible no. about them. But he's like, you know, uh, we we always get these emails. And you don't know, you know, you don't understand the beauty of a one nothing game. And uh, they're like, yeah, okay, great. You know, for every one nothing game, that's a one. That's an awesome game. There are five of them that are just terrible one nothing games, mm-hmm. and uh, it's true. The one against the Panthers was like, Burr. I mean, just about any one nothing game or most one nothing games that the Blackhawks have had over recent years have been pretty shitty. I mean, I can't, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head that was actually really, oh, uh, you know, something to remember. So, I mean, even there have been like I've watched some games this season where it's like. 3-2 or 4-3 and but even then the game just feels like it's just slow. I don't know. That's just the way that teams play now, like the systems that they play is just well that and, everything up. and I do like, understand right. the the goalies if you look at the goalies back when the scores were higher, you know, they were wearing smaller equipment but they also weren't as athletic. They were right. not as good. The goalies were I don't not that good. I care about the score. I just care about the pace of play. <clears throat> well, it's about Everything scoring chances. It's like a clogged up neutral zone. It There's is like about no scoring speed. chances, though. You want more scoring chances. And like I've heard, I've heard all kinds of crazy things. Like uh, remove the blue and the red lines. Just have no offsides. And uh, uh, someone brought up, which was which is really a crazy idea. And I don't think I don't know if they would ever do it. There was two crazy ideas. 
kind of wild and uh, and out there, but um, it made you think for a second, which was one of them was only allow one coach on the bench. You, Interesting. You have a head coach and that's it. No radios to anywhere, no, nothing. So that coach has got to handle everything, all line changes, offense, defense, all adjustments and everything, which would cause, you know, imperfections. And the other thing was don't allow people to change on the fly. You have to wait for a whistle. Yeah, those were two that, like, I never really thought about them, but... I think the I think I think the players union would have some problems with those. Well, the players union may have may have problems with just about anything. So, but the on the fly one is stupid because if you're going to wait for a whistle, you're going to bring back. It's that's dumb. Well, if you still have the over the the puck over the uh, puck over the glass rule, then you can't like shoot the puck out of the. You know, you could take it off. Players, you could take it off sides. Association but. will never go for that though. Well, I they think, may they may or may not. I mean, I'm not even saying that these are possibilities. This was just something that was brought up. And if you thought the Blackhawks got a lot of too many men penalties, just imagine if you had Quenville controlling everything. Right, <laughs> right. It well, would just that, be too many too many men penalties everywhere. That, considering the Blackhawks penalty kill, that would cause a lot more scoring chances. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have guys out there for sometimes you go four minutes without whistled over, be dead tired. Well, that wouldn't happen. That just wouldn't happen. You wouldn't have a guy. You wouldn't have people staying out there for four minutes because they'd be so goddamn tired. They'd be stuck off sides, or they take an icing or something like that. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah, but you can't change after an icing. Then. Well, they'd have to. They'd probably have to it's take still, that rule out then. Yeah, yeah. It's about it, thinking too it, much. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I, I still, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm still not about the whole uh, making the net bigger thing. I. I did hear some arguments that kind of made sense. It's like, okay, you know, baseball parks, they move, you know, they move the mound down or they shrink the strike zone or they um, move the fences in or out. So they've done, you know, in other sports or like in the NFL, they move the extra point back. Like that's like a fundamental part of the game and they've done that in other sports. So... Well, as much as I don't want them to, you know, make the net a little wider, uh, you know, I could see the argument for it. I, I, I mean, still they did. Like it. They did decrease the depth of the net not that long ago. Yeah, but well, that doesn't affect the, it. All that affects is wraparounds. The net. Yeah, that just affects wraparounds and gives more room behind the net. That doesn't really like affect the scoring directly. Like the no, size I mean, of the it net. Gives them more. It gives them more opportunities, but but then I mean. Things are clogged down low so much anyway. But then I mean, the other thing that, that uh, Merrick brought up, which I thought was, I didn't even think of as a goalie, I didn't even think about this, is if you're going to if you're gonna increase the net size, make it a little wider. Don't make it taller. Because if you make it taller, you make people shoot higher. you got guys out there without face masks on. You're going to have people shooting higher. You're going to have more people getting hurt and getting hit in the face. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can't make the net taller. You can only make it wider. The problem I have with changing the size of the net is you grow up and you play on the same size net your entire life. So how do you expect a goalie who's maybe 10 years old to adjust to a wider net and everything like that? Well, yeah, that's, that's going to be, I mean... I mean, if the NHL changed their nets, I'm sure all the way down the chain, at least, yeah, people that's... would end up changing their nets. Yeah, they would eventually. I mean, it's it's like it's the same thing with goalie equipment. When when goalie equipment changed 
change specs. Like everyone was selling their old goal equipment and buying brand new shit because they wanted the new NHL spec. Even if they didn't need it, even if it wasn't a requirement, that's what they wanted because they wanted to be, you know, using the same size stuff as the NHL. I mean, I, I, I you know, it, it, there's arguments both ways. I, I don't like the net. Uh, I don't like the net getting being any bigger, being a goalie myself, but, um, you know, I'm sure I would be able to adjust. Um, maybe I'm just being an old curmudgeon because of, you know. <clears throat> like, here's the thing, though, because I, <clears throat> I understand that they want to increase, like, the whole scoring, you know, part of the game. But at the same time, I've watched games that are 6-5 to five as the final that are so boring that I've turned it off. And then I've watched games that are one to nothing that... I am so invested in it's not even funny. Oh yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be that both ways for sure. Yeah, so but, it's so, all about scoring chances. Yeah. it's not about the goals. Big, mm-hmm. That's the exactly. biggest issue I have with it is everyone needs to be constantly entertained through an entire season. You're gonna have boring games. It's just yeah. every game is not gonna be no. exciting. Yeah, but the, and again, they brought this up like, and I get it. I understand this part of it where it's okay. You take a one. You take a person. Um, and their first NHL experience is going to one of these games. It's a one nothing game that's boring as shit. How do you sell that to someone or new fans or whatever? Saying, "Hey, look at this one nothing game that's got no action. Please pay two hundred dollars. Come watch it." Easy. And, you take them to a Penguins game where they got <laughs> shitty goaltending and shitty defense. Yeah, it's easier said than done. But that's the same thing. Like you know, as far as that was always the argument with soccer. You know, you have these one nothing games or zero zero games where people are out. You know, there's nothing going on for. And you, that is you my argument on why bigger nets won't work. Well, how many games are still one nothing in soccer? Yeah, but look at the size of the field. Look at the size of the net. Yeah, the fields are enormous. That's you didn't have What's problems that? like that in indoor soccer, and they had the big nets oh. too. So, what's the one thing that's worse than soccer? Indoor soccer. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> But anyway. I mean, the only way you're going to increase scoring chances, though, I mean, like, it's like, what are you going to do? Tell guys they can't block shots or like, no, that's never going to happen. You can't be or have like or like you can't be inside, like have like a, you can't be inside the paint rule, like defenders can't be inside the circles or something. You know, it. Now, yeah, that'll never work either too much. Like, yeah, that'll never work either. No, because exactly. it's not like it's, basketball where you can just step out, step back in like there's the rink is too big for that. So you right. you can't right. have anything yeah. like that. Just, the only way you're going to have it is by changing a rule, like like removing the offsides, or like, maybe like using I don't know using European size rinks. But I mean, like I mean, allow allow kicked goals to to go in. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. Um, you know, and, and or or like the uh, the Ender Shaw headbutt. Allow that. Why are we pulling goals off? If you want more goals, why are we pulling goals off the board? Like we're pulling them I, off I for think, stupid offsides. I think offsides. the kick goals thing is a safety issue, though. Yeah, because you don't want guys like you've heard that. But when you kick a puck, you're not kicking it like straight forward. Like you're using the side of your blade, and you're 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 kicking sideways. You're not jamming a blade right, into but if, someone's chest. If they chest. start allowing kick goals, guys might get a little more enthusiastic with the kick. Maybe. And yeah. Get well, that skate yeah. up in the air. But, on, let me get Clint Malarchuk on line one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That Maybe like be. the skate has to stay on the ground if you're kicking it or something like that. I don't, I like don't it know. can go off of the skate, but it can't be a kicking motion. I mean, that's how it is now, though. So, 
Right. They can go off yeah, you're allowed to direct it. Too. But I mean, direct it. I mean, as long as you don't palm it into the net, if it hits off the back of your hand, if it hits off your shoulder, if it hits off your head, let it, let it be a goal. Mm-hmm. Like, don't remove that. I mean, I, that's not going to create a shit ton of goals, but let's not pull goals off the board. And this, you know, we're going backwards with this, you know, being able to review for offsides. That's gone way over the fucking deep end. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the reason they put the rule in was because of, like, uh, uh, something that was, like, blatant that a ref missed. Like, the guy was 30 feet off sides or something. Shit yeah, like I totally that. hate the, the millimeter, like, the millimeter offside shit. Like, where they were bitching like, about Hosa the other stupid. night. When when they were complaining about yeah. the Hosa goal, the Hosa uh, Hartman goal, where they were, you know, they're, they're, they're contemplating whether, he, you know, he lifted his foot in enough time or didn't you know, did or didn't that's bullshit like just let it go you know yeah i even if you let i mean i don't know how it would even work with removing offsides but or making offsides the center line instead of the blue line i, don't um, know. I still think the biggest thing they can do is like angling the posts i don't know that I that's mean, even going to do much though i mean you really you ha- angle the posts inward like you probably 50% of the pucks that <clears throat> hit posts probably end up going in. I don't know, I'd have to see that. I'd have to see that to really be able to I mean, speak on it, that. But Yeah, because, like, I mean, you've already beaten the goalie, so what's the big deal if the puck goes in? I oh, mean, that's another thing I've always argued with people about. As you know a goalie. I think they should do? Yeah. Treat it like Mutant League hockey from Sega Genesis where people fall through the ice. <laughs> <laughs> This, this this whole podcast has gone off the fucking rails. Yeah. There you go. We should put like we push put like Mario Kart style hazards on the ice. Right. There you now go. We're, now I don't. I, I didn't mean to get into this whole fucking discussion about this that we just spent uh, a good twenty minutes. An talking interesting about. discussion though. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. I hope you know. It, it's better than just reading off uh, injuries and shit like that. But yeah, there was just a couple things. Wrestling. Hey hey hey! Show some respect to my boy Goldberg. Are you going to watch Santa's? Isn't it? Are you going to watch Santa's sleigh to watch his best acting job? I haven't seen a script. I haven't seen a script written like that since UFC's last problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I can't tell me. if what Patrick just said was a sound clip from last week or. or from... <laughs> Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. I don't like this kid. <laughs> He's fitting in nicely. <laughs> He's fitting in nicely at the big and tall store. <clears throat> it's past your curfew. <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, all right. Let's let's continue with this Blackhawks or uh, the league general news. Uh, this was another thing that Pat alerted to me to this morning that I kind of missed, which was the ECHL announced that Atlanta's Tyler Murovich was suspended for a total of 12 games as a result of a careless and reckless play, which resulted in the injury uh, to Anthony Calabresen, breaking Calabresen's neck. And uh, I also added the note that the biggest news to come of this is that Atlanta still still has an active professional hockey franchise of any level. Woo! Fine professionals. 
Hey, ECHL is still professional because they get paid. What? Welcome Barely. to the NWHL. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, mm. if you haven't seen it, you can click on the link, um, you guys, and you can actually see the hit. It was brutal. Like, there was no reason to hit this. The guy was kind of like gliding into the end boards, and this guy just pushed it from behind, and he went head first into the boards. It was pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was gross. And, like, I've seen this uh, Murovich guy play when he's played the Indy Fuel, and he is just a fucking god. He's a fucking dick. Well, like, he's, he's like the um, fucking oh. what's his face of the ECHL. The oh, Rafi Torres? Yes, the Rafi Torres of the ECHL. Thank you. What? Yeah, I just saw that hit. Yeah, God, it's yeah. There was no reason for that at all. Like the guy was just—it looked like it was like an icing, and like he was minding his own business. And he just—he just gave him a shove from behind, about five feet from the boards, and sent him headfirst into the boards. And the guy broke his fucking neck, which is just there's no need for that. Like he should—he uh, should got more than twelve games, I think, for that. Yeah. Oh, I think he should have been done at least for the but... season. As someone that watches ECHL hockey probably more often than most people. Um, um, wait, really quick, before you get on that subject, can you tell who, who me their NHL affiliate is? <laughs> Thank you. Um, that wasn't a shot at you. <laughs> oh, a shot at your future co-workers. What a pansy. I'm not going anywhere else. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like as someone that watches ECHL hockey quite a bit, like I get some of these guys because like most of these guys aren't skilled that are in the ECHL, even if they're that team is NHL affiliated. Like most of these guys aren't skilled enough to make the NHL. If any of these guys make the NHL, it's because they bring you know the grit. Well, there's there's a handful the of guys. Yeah, there's a handful of guys that that like Carter Hutton actually started in the ECHL. Before he made it to Rockford, yeah, but and then goalie, goalies are different. Like goalies are, you know, take more time and they're harder to read. At, there, know, there, yeah. there's going to be you're going to have your stragglers, but for the most part, those guys are going to be career minor league guys that are going to get shuttled between the AHL and the NHL. Or, I mean, the AHL and right. the uh, ECHL. Most of these guys come out on their grit. Like if you go watch an ECHL game, like you'll see like five fights and it's just bodies just everywhere and like i'm not the biggest fan of like the grit in the jam but god damn those games are fucking carnage and they bring out something primal in me because it's a hell of a lot of fun but <laughs> i'll take your word for it because i wanted to go see the chicago express play but they only lasted for a season well you can watch the chicago steel echl buddy i know we don't. I know we don't have any ECHL team here, but you could. Well, the the Chicago Steel are probably the next best thing. Yeah. Well, actually, to your point too, though, Woo! about the ECHL with goalies, uh, Alan York actually played for Columbus, and he played for the Chicago Express too. Yeah. So it can happen. Well, uh, well yes. yeah, like I said, trust me, I'd like to I be mean, playing in the ECHL than my shitty ass job right now. I mean, Scott Darling played in the ECHL, so, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it happens. Well, that's Pat's future brother-in-law. You can just say Scott, and he'll know what you mean. You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> you are not going to be on our Christmas card. <laughs> Maybe you can get him to change uh, his name, too, when you get married. Be Scott Stankus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. Why are you so angry? <laughs> All right. Anyway, and the rest of the league news, uh, just as we were about to record, this news came up and I had to bring it up. Uh, the NHL revealed that the logo of the Vegas Golden Knights, or they re- they revealed the logo of the Vegas Golden Knights right before we recorded last uh, Shoutcast, which was two weeks ago. Well, today it was announced that their trademark was rejected. So, What? <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? And it was rejected because of... Let me see. I got I to gotta pull this pull the details back up because it because golden knights or something like that yeah it's uh it's some college team the college of saint rose golden knights it it is too close to that i look i retweeted the logo uh swinging it in motown actually posted it up i don't see that much of a similarity other than the name itself like the logo does not. I think look it's good. in the. I think it's in the mask, but yeah, it's really not that close. Yeah, I. I mean, because like they're like the Saint Rose one, like it's more of a traditional knight, whereas the Golden Knight helmet is like a Spartan helmet. Yeah, well, whatever the case is, they fucked up, and uh, now this is gonna get it. Get buy your, uh, as Derek said before we started recording, buy your Vegas Golden Knights gear now because it may be rare. It may become a yeah. collector's item in the near future. Is the trademark for the Vegas Golden Showers still? What? <laughs> I'm sure they can get that. See, they should have just went with something like Jokers or Black Aces or something like <clears throat> that. But nope. They had to fuck around. How dumb is it that they, you know... Didn't get the trademark, but still put all their stuff out there. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I think they, I, I think honestly that they didn't want, they, they saw people were researching and yeah. watching they didn't what, want what was registered, all the names that were registered and things like that. And they figured if the trademark went through, someone would find this out and they would be able to leak the name really. I, that's the only thing I can imagine why they wouldn't have uh, researched this a little better ahead of time and uh, uh, done the legwork <clears throat> i mean but who i mean i honestly like who would think some little no-name college has their logo fucking trademarked like jesus well, i mean that's that's why you have business people set yourself up to research these things it's not like bill Daly's the only guy working <laughs> i'm fairly certain if the nhl makes a nice charitable donation to the that college then I don't know anywhere drop. in that article that it even said that that college even like filed a complaint. Like it just says yeah. that their logo is too similar. Their, their, their trademark request was too similar to that college. It didn't say anywhere in there that the college was actually complaining about that. So I don't know if it's someone in the trademark office that's saying this, or if it's actually the college that's actually making a big deal about this. I honestly yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a St. Rose alum in the trademark. I guess so. I don't know. I'm fairly certain they have Google in uh, Las Vegas, so they could have figured this out. I think if they would have looked up Golden Knights logo, um, they would have been able to find this joint. But that's just me. I don't know. That's so obscure. Just like that whole uh, like Army Regiment thing that people were bringing up. No, I don't know. 
so obscure. <clears throat> well, that's not that yeah. obscure at all. That's where he directly said he was taking, you know, taking his cues from that. So it wasn't like he hid that part of it. <clears throat> but, I mean, that's stuff you got to look up. I mean, it's, as far as design teams and you got to look, you, you have to research stuff a little better. Well, here's than that. the thing. It's, so <clears throat> I just looked up the College of St. Rose. They were founded in 1920. So Golden Knights and the. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any of the trademark laws, so I can't speak on that. But I think it's like seventy-five years, your stuff becomes public domain. Yeah, yeah, but can't you just resubmit a? I don't know. No. Artwork specifically, like. um, Yeah. I would assume they don't have the same artwork they had in nineteen twenty, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Possible too. I mean. Anyway. All right. So that's the general news, uh, the front office news, which we kind of touched on a little earlier, which the Florida Panthers fired coach Gerard Gallant and replaced him. Tom GM Tom Rowe replaced him, replaced Gallant with himself, Tom Rowe. Um, yeah, nice you just promote like, yourself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much just promoted himself. Uh, I guess this was a disagreement over the team building direction. It was a conflict in the team building. I guess Gallant wanted yeah. the. He was kind of an old school guy, kind of. Gallant a, pissed off the nerds. Uh, yeah, something like that. And uh, well, it, it was kind of shitty the way that the, the the whole thing went down. They were on the road. They fired him on the road, and then he refused. They they had called him a car to come pick him up to take him to the airport. He refused that car. So then the the media snaps a bunch of pictures of him walking out to a taxi cab with his bags in his hand. And uh, it just looked even worse. Uh, just wait until he gets home, for fuck's sake. You don't have to. There's no reason why they had to uh, fire him immediately after the game. Unless he, like, threatened someone, which I guess could happen. But, you know, unless yeah. it was something uh, something that terrible where he, like, physically threatened someone. Um, let the guy get home first, for fuck's sake, before you fire him. For- but uh, yeah, yeah, like do it to his face. Like that's so dumb to do it like over the phone. Yeah, and then of course the next game the Panthers played was in Chicago. So uh we saw Tom Rowe make his debut as a coach. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Anyway. Alright, um let's get into there's a little bit of player news. I'm gonna kinda run right through that. So let me hit the intro and then we'll just run through the player news. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, in player news, child man. Caravine and scores. Okay. Alrighty. That's player random. news. <laughs> yeah. Um, child man Dougie Hamilton has already worn out his five point seven five million dollar cap hit in uh, Calgary, and apparently they are shopping him. So uh, I don't know what's going on out there, but he's been out. It's uh, exciting. Dumped from oh, two different franchises. Uh, didn't they? Uh, didn't he come out and say that they weren't shopping him? I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't see that. But they were. They were at least something was going on. So I, that was, you know, 
I, I didn't see if, uh, what's his face? Mr. Burke, Mr. Brian Burke made a comment. I'll take on Dougie that. Hamilton for Brent Seabrook. Oh God. There you go. <clears throat> I don't know about that. That's pretty stupid. Right now, Brent Seabrook's playing pretty good. He may, he may, he may decline. He may be like the steadily declining Marion Hosa and, uh, drop off the, uh, the cliff. But, um, right now, I don't know that I would do that. As long as Seabrook knows where he's at, isn't he fun? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! It's just sure weird that they haven't given an update on him yet. Yeah. What's that, Pat? That's crazy. What'd you say, Pat? I said, did somebody make sure that to see if the lights were on in Seabrook's house today? Oh, Jesus yeah, someone came. Someone uh, said to me, uh, I think it was Michael Weasel. He's like, it doesn't look like a head injury. I'm like, did you see who's holding his head? <laughs> 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 like they 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 specifically show him holding his head. So uh, I, I think it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, I'll be honest. I I don't remember so what I was doing yesterday. Whoa, um, I didn't see the hit. <laughs> So I don't know what happened really. Uh, they got he got kind of turned around. It was like okay. it was just a weird. Two people got he got tangled up, but he fell backwards into the boards and kind of hit, hit his right shoulder and his head on the boards as he was kinda falling backwards. Dennis Rosa did it, but yeah, I guess yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think it was as blatant as Henestrosa's, but he did hit his head. Okay. So okay. and and also you know he recently just had that he recently hit his head and. Uh, a couple games previous to that and had to go out for uh concussion protocol as well. So while he may not have had a concussion, he still may have had a head injury that, yeah. that then was made worse by this particular uh, incident. So I don't know. Uh, but that's see Rook. Uh, Canucks pylon, Alex Edler is out four to six weeks with a finger stuck up his own ass. Uh, <laughs> you like that? You I like that? <laughs> your, your subtle little one-liners like that are hilarious. I didn't have pylon in there when I read it. Yeah. He is a pylon. I mean, that, that was uh, was it Ryan Hartman that went right around him like a fucking pylon when they played him. I mean, so that's Ryan him. fucking Hartman. I mean, he isn't that good. He's all right, but he did he? have that one hit. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Just like I remember, Dano had that one goal. Yeah. Well, Dano like watched. Uh, I like watching Connor McDavid go at Alexander Edler. Yeah. Alexander's <laughs> pretty fucking bad. Hilarious. So I think uh, him being out four to six weeks can only help the Canucks. Woo! Have you watched them play recently? Well, they were bad in the first place, so. Yeah. Uh, the Canucks, play there was actually a trade that happened, which I didn't even realize this happened until I looked in the... Uh, and the transactions, which was uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets traded defenseman Cody Golobeff to the Avalanche in exchange for Blackhawks legend Ryan Stanton. So he can join uh, Michael Mike Paleo. Stanley Cup champion yeah. Ryan Stanton. <laughs> Woo! Well, technically. Nice. Yeah. Hey, still counts. He was a black ace. So Nicely done. He can join uh, Brandon Saad and Mike Paleota and... Whatever. <laughs> this, remember when the scoring line was in Columbus? Wasn't uh, Brian Bickle 2010? Wasn't he a black ace? Yeah. Got it. Yep. Yes. Was Crawford or no? No. Uh, no. 
I don't believe he was. No. Yeah, he. Uh, no, he wasn't. I don't think he was. Um, Jack Eichel made his officially a black ace. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Jack Eichel made his return. Uh, I think he scored two goals in his return, so he's back. So that's a thing. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs prospect and Elmhurst native Garrett Sparks was suspended by the team indefinitely for a Facebook post in his group, uh, the GGSU, which is called, which is short for Goalie Gear Sluts United. Uh, he basically. I'm, waiting for, Mount, I'm waiting for Mount Vesuvius to explode on this one, so go ahead. <laughs> well, it, it, it I, honestly, it's fucking bullshit. Um, there he, it is. He, he basically. <laughs> He basically, uh, and for people who aren't really familiar, it's kind of like a niche thing. It's goalies join this group, and they goalies from all walks of life, uh, pro goalies to beer league goalies, uh, top to bottom. And uh, Sparks actually uh, talks to people. You know, like he gets online and he actually corresponds with people. Well, there was some uh, some fucking turd troll was trying to. Uh, get a reaction out of him got a reaction out of him and he basically said you know i'd like to see you at a, uh i'd like to see you pair uh, i'm gonna paraphrase this i'd like to see you at an open skate i'd meet you out at center rank and beat you like a little girl that's what he said and that's what got him suspended by saying something like that uh, um can i say something go ahead that's because we're a nation of wusses now yeah, Everybody's we are. Offended. We are. Everybody's we are very, offended at everything. We are overly sensitive about a lot of things. And, Grow and, up. Uh, I mean, I, I think it was more that he threatened physical harm. I don't think it was oh, based on what he said. Up. And well, the thing is, is look, I don't. I don't agree that him being suspended for Facebook, especially in a private group. It That's is. the whole thing. Is somebody in that group had to go narc on him in order for okay. anybody to see that. Oh, for sure. But and this, and if you, if you probably, are like, member the thing of this, is, is like the Marlies have a policy and he broke that policy and it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I just, people, people complain that, you know, pros are so, uh, you know, disengaged from the fans and all like that. And, and, and you have pro players that are just casually, interacting with fans and other goalies and things like that. He runs these camps, these legends camps where he drags like Scott Darling and uh, Mike Condon and all these other goalies that are members of that group and were members of that group before they were pros, drags them out to these legend camps and he runs these legend camps and he does all these good things and he's corresponding with fans. And now you have some asshole troll, you know, Exciting, you know, get, getting a reaction, and then and now, and now you're not going to hear from Garrett Sparks anymore. I mean, he's not going to he's not going to risk his career on this shit. So, no. you on one hand, you, you you have these athletes that are disengaged, but they're disengaged because of the assholes. Because one one little incident with an asshole is gonna it could cost you your career, and people can't uh, people can't risk that. So. I I think it's it's all bullshit. I mean, I I'm gonna understand why he's gonna have to now not be as involved. Um, I'm a member of that group, and I go there all the time. People rag the shit. I mean, you think people are brutal on this on, on our shoutcast? The way people rag on each other in there about everything and anything is brutal. And uh, but people just you know they just take it like it's it's just part of the it's part of being a member of that. 
You know, people haze each other, people make fun of each other, people rag on each other about their equipment or, you know, whatever the case is. But it happens all the time. But that's just part of the, it's just part of the culture. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, at some point in time, like, we have to stop just bowing down to every complaint. So... The problem I have with Derek kind of aggravated me just there with the whole insinuating violence comment. Uh, well, I mean, it is technically illegal to threaten somebody with violence. So, so yeah, but, but you all thought that the John Scott thing was a great story. Here's a guy who beat Kevin Westgard into a bloody pulse so bad that Westgard's probably, you know, planning his own Chris Benoit tribute soon to be because Ooh. of his concussion. So what? that's there, totally you, different, though. That wasn't like. You sit there and you tell me that, you know, fighting is bad and you're insinuating violence. And yet you praise the guy who made a, a living of just fighting people and had no hockey skills whatsoever. And they treated him like he was some little retarded kid last year who won. But that but was see, the worst see, script but, I've ever seen for an all-star game. But threatening, threatening violence is a crime. Fighting in hockey isn't. Clearly, you've been on the anti-Trump train way too long, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just stating facts. Can we just cut them off now? (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) technically the NHL is not exempt from laws, so beating someone up, beating beating someone up is a law. Like that's you know assault, (laughs) whether it's in a hockey game or not, it's assault. But they don't enforce it. Yeah, but I mean, if 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 we wanted to get technical, we could say the police department could show up and arrest every person that's in a fight for assault. But is it going to happen? <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. No, but I mean, I mean, look, and the guy broke his employer's laws or his employer's rules, so he got suspended for it. I mean, there's not much you can do about that. The no, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. People are too sensitive. No. Yes, I agree with that. People are. Or, I don't think it's that. I think it's they care about their image. So, well, uh, uh, it's not like the franchise went out and looked for this. Like you no, said, it's a private group. On. Someone complained. Someone who you was overly sensitive and, and being a little Stephen baby Birch. and being a little baby went and cried about it. And it could have very, very well been this person that incited or that, you know, that incited this whole situation that, that got a I'm reaction and then, yeah. and then went and complained. Oh, look, they're threatening me now. Like grow up. You know, Fair, it could be because we're all somebody, adults it has here. to be a member of that group, because when you're in a private group, the only people can, that can see the posts are the people in that group. Yes, I know. So. Yes, yeah. I know. but they can screen cap. Someone could have screen capped that. I mean, it, you did say it had to be someone in that group, which is the truth that it, it had to be. Right. But so it's probably the, <clears throat> the kid that invited I mean, him. But if, if if I got in trouble every time that in a game that I said that you know, I was going to punch someone or I was going to, you know, cut their balls off and yeah. feed them to a dog. Yeah. yeah. Something of that nature. I mean, it's, it's I would have been in brand. jail. I mean, it's all about brand ago. image. And I mean, like if you're, if the company you work for found a Facebook post of you threatening to cut some guy's balls off and feed it to a dog, they'd probably, uh, disassociate themselves with you as well. So, well, yeah, just, but I, yeah, which is why I don't, do that i don't associate myself with my place of business but i and i i get why he can't you know 
of course, because he's a celebrity. But uh, anyway, NHL players are celebrity. Yes, they are. Speaking of celebrities, <laughs> Blackhawks legends John Scott and Travis Moen both retired. Moen played 747 NHL games, and John Scott played 286 games and one very memorable All Star game. <laughs> I knew you'd like that, Pat. <laughs> Uh, I stick to. I, I'm pretty sure I saw that script before. It was called Radio. I, I he actually John Scott wrote a. Uh, he had an article. At least someone wrote the article for him on the Players Tribune today. And uh, yeah, he was, he's it, probably not intelligent enough to write one himself. Hey, he, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's smarter than you. <laughs> he, he, uh, he's got a fucking engineering degree. Yeah, he does dude. have an engineering degree from. Um, was it it's Michigan? Called a joke. Michigan Tech or whatever. So. Um, it was actually a good article. It was actually a good article where he actually uh, he talks about actually having to meet up with uh, Gary Bettman. Maybe we can get him to do some recaps. <laughs> That's a good point. On his hands. Yeah, he's got some time on his hands. That's for sure. And he, and he obviously can. Uh, he knows his way around a keyboard. He probably spelled the wrong. Uh, and on, and he can uh, help you fix. Patrick's internet too. Oh, engineering. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that I don't like this kid. I think that is a lost cause. <laughs> um, Eric Johnson. Oh, we got a couple injuries. Eric Johnson broke his fibula and will be out six to eight weeks uh, from hey, the abs. Really quick about that. Yeah. Remember when the Blues drafted him ahead of Jonathan Taves? <laughs> <laughs> Never gets no old. Uh, Josh Georges, uh, suffered a displaced foot fracture against the Rangers and will miss multiple weeks. The Oilers Darnell nurse will be out long-term with a broken bone in his foot. Um, Alex Galchenyuk suffered a lower body injury two days ago in Los Angeles and will be out indefinitely. Um, and I go John with David DeHarnay, he's going to be out indefinitely too for the Canadians. Yeah, I think I just saw that come up. Um, yeah, I literally just thought of that, saw that too. Anaheim goalie John Gibson couldn't relieve Jonathan Bernier during a run of eight Flames goals due to diarrhea. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just love that Carlisle just came out and said it yeah. too. Yeah, Coach Randy Carlisle just came right out and said that his goalie had diarrhea, which was okay. <laughs> Thanks for sugarcoating it. Yeah, came right out with the truth on that one. Got yep. trapped underneath his pads. And that was a truth bomb, all right. <laughs> what? Uh, and finally, uh, just yesterday, uh, Taylor Hall destroyed Philip Larson with a clean hit. On the day before Larson's birthday, Larson had to be stretchered off, but it was a clean hit. Uh, Larson just had his head down and uh, went down, went down hard. And uh, I've got a couple things book. about that. Yeah. Uh, he was Larson was released from the hospital today. I'm not sure if you saw that. Yeah, I did see. That. Uh, but I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Deadspin. Yes, probably one of my least favorite sports claimed websites. They're uh, their headline was Devils and Canucks brawl right on top of lifeless Philip Larson. Lifeless. I mean, well, he did. Well, I don't know that he was quite lifeless because if you're lifeless, you're dead. 
Yeah. Do you, do you, I think do you that's cool. That I'm pretty sure that's the definition of lifeless. <laughs> Could be me. What'd you say, Pat? Like he's, I said, oh, do, you, do you remember when that happened to Havlat when Cronwall destroyed him and Bufflin just came over from the other side of the rink and just plastered Cronwall and they all piled on on top of Havlat who was out like a Oh my yeah. god! Like I'm watching the video again. They're, they're like all the players are skating into that clump and like his own players and Devils players' skates are bouncing off his fucking head. Yeah. Well, oh, I can't that's, feel that's, it. Fuck. That's because that's any big hit you have to fight now. Whether it's yeah, clean it's not or like not, you can feel it anyway. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's like going places. How do you like me now? Wow! <laughs> Taking off faster than a Yak Forty Two. If I can be serious for a minute. No, he's not here. <laughs> In memory, Sky Point. Oh, he pulled a Benoit. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I have money on Taser fighting back and biting his fingers off. So, oh, he went for the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> Boo! You dumb son of a bitch! I've been called worse by better, right? I've been called worse by better. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's the general league news. Let's get into some Blackhawk stuff here before it gets to be too late since it's uh, about quarter to 11. Quarter to 12 for Mr. Harms. Um, In his farewell. I'm going strong. All right. Yeah, this this pace, Froster might be able to join us later. <laughs> that's very true. All you right. That election night just pop in at 1 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I'm going to play the, the intro music, and then I'll go into this. All right, yeah that uh, that that election night. Uh, I, I, did I mention the the Rogan podcast that they did that same night while it was going on? No, it was no. Ba- it was basically like our shoutcast where they were they were all in a comedy club. It was a whole bunch. It was Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, um, and a couple other comics, and they were all in the the comedy store in L.A. And they started at like seven o'clock at night or something like that. And they watched er, and, and they paid attention to the, the whole thing. And they just basically just talked. They didn't have any act or anything like that while this whole thing was going on. And you just you hear hear them reacting to it is kind of like how Pat and I were reacting to it. Like holy shit, this is gonna fucking happen. We should have recorded that whole three hours after the show. Cast. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. But nothing like one o'clock. Just all of a sudden, you got. Hello, boys. <laughs> it was Froster. Yeah, yeah. After he, he just popped in, he, he, he didn't make the he didn't make the call, but for some reason he was able to just join us as we were in the post <laughs> talking. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. oh, breaking news: Chapman, uh, Araldus Chapman, signed with the Yankees, five years at eighty-six million dollars. Thank God. Fucking dirtbag. Good indeed. <clears throat> well, maybe now, now Yankees fans will look the other way instead of Cubs fans. Oh, they already did. They traded for him last season. Yeah. And then we took him from the Yankees. We just borrowed him. Yeah. For his 
arm. All right, the Blackhawks stuff. Uh, he said that he was firing bullets, but... Oh. Oh. You like that? You like that? Yeah, that bad joke's been made quite a few times. Oh, I know. I, I was writing something today about uh, the Cubs and stuff, and I had to use like the term firing bullets, and I'm like, ah, I better go back and change that. Yeah. <laughs> See, we encourage that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, in Blackhawks news. First of all, Jonathan Taves, uh, he went out in, in one of the games. Uh, it was the Kings game, was it? I think it was the Sharks game. All right, Kings or yeah, Sharks? Yeah, I think it was the Sharks. Um, yeah, because it was game Kruger got hurt, too. Yeah, he went out in the second period uh, with a back problem, and as of yesterday and today, Quenville stated that he is not getting better. Now, well, I had heard... Uh, that it was actually a back spasm problem. And Oh really? Yeah. That, that he was so having back horses. spasms. But I, I could speak from experience that back spasms can be debilitating. Like they oh, I mean Yeah. Like Yeah, and, and there's something that almost never go away. Well uh, like they just kinda come and go. Right, yeah. Well that's kinda how mine are. Like I I could I, I, I remember that's how like uh Derek Lee from the Cubs, his career ended. It was like back and neck spasms like constantly but anyway go ahead yeah i can speak from experience that uh i get back spasms by i could just be sniffing or i could reach for a seatbelt and i get a back spasm and basically for the next two weeks i've got problems i could still play beer league hockey but i don't know about professional hockey um what about reaching for something on a high shelf <laughs> what <laughs> something like that maybe those are probably some really small spasms, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think I, I know someone interviewed Taze and they basically said something like if it was the playoffs, he would have just gutted his way through it and played. But because it's early in the season, they're holding him out, hoping it gets better. So. But it's not getting better. So they're, I think they're, I think they said they're kind of shooting for like next week or something for him to come back. I thought this this weekend. Yeah, this weekend or next week, whatever. Something like that. Um, let's see. The next thing was Corey Crawford had uh, basically, was it Saturday? Pendicitis. Yeah, Saturday morning. Yeah. Right before the Saturday morning game that was Patrick's favorite. The, the old 12 o'clock start. One of those great 12 o'clock starts. You've got to get a little tougher like that. Yeah. Uh, it was announced basically about an hour and a half before the game that Corey Crawford was not going to be available for the game and that Scott Darling was going to have to start, which Scott Darling was actually sick the night, the day before or two days before. Uh, so, and, but the Blackhawks were in Philly, so they had no, uh, they couldn't get a goalie there. So they had to actually sign uh, Eric Samborski. Yeah. El- Eric Samborski, who is actually a, he works at the Philly, Philadelphia Flyers practice facility as an instructor. So they signed him to an amateur tryout agreement and he backed up uh, Darling for that game. But then shortly after the game began, Corley, it was announced that the actual um, illness that Corey Crawford had was, was acute pen- appendicitis and he was actually rushed to a hospital in Philadelphia where he underwent an emergency appendectomy and he will now be out two to three weeks. So that as the... Uh, 
So do those two weeks that he'll be out completely eliminate him from getting in the top three for Vizina? Uh, no. Vizina? <laughs> what? Vizina. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Vizina. Alrighty then. Please tell me that was a joke. Yeah. Yes, of course it was. Okay, uh, okay. Um, check in. I know you're like 16, so. 17, come on, man. Get your hands <laughs> off him, Paterno. <laughs> Like yeah, that. let's talk about turning like the <laughs> Um Then uh, the next day, it, uh, the Blackhawks recalled Lars Johansson and assigned Nick Schmaltz to Rockford, which is probably where he should have gone to get him some seasoning down there. And he actually tonight uh, scored two yeah. goals in his first game with the Ice Hogs. I mean, I thought, I thought like with Taves out, that would have been a perfect opportunity to put him in the top six and see what he could do. But they've put him in the top six, and he really didn't do yeah, anything. He's been, he's but I mean, one, like as a centerman, like he's got he's been playing center. center. He's been playing he's eaten alive at center. He's he's got one goal in like twenty something games, and and people rag on you know the, panic for not the, scoring in six games or eight games or whatever it was, and. The worst uh, thing that's going to happen from this now, Gate, is he scored two goals in his first game, and people are going to bring him back up. Yeah. No, just let him play. I mean, I agree just, with sending him to Rockford, but I thought maybe they could give him a shot instead of sticking him with him. Sticking just him with said the that they should, they just said they should put him in the top six at center. <laughs> Make up your mind. You flip-flop <laughs> more than Obama. Like, oh my. No, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, he either needed to go to Rockford, but I thought they could have given him a chance to see what he could have done. But... Oh my god, he's a tire fire. <laughs> but well, playing with fucking is not a way to get a guy's offensive game going. I'm you know asking I mean? the fucking questions here, Private. Do you understand? <laughs> <sighs> he needed to go down. Of all the rookies, he was the one who was struggling the most. So, I, often, or at least offensively. So, Smack you upside the head. He was the one that needed to go. <laughs> Someone had to go in and, and he was the odd man out. Uh, oh, for sure. But I, I just thought it was weird that you had an opening in the top six and you didn't give, you know, your prized skilled forward a shot. You know what I mean? No. Uh, arms hole. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it one more time. Just one more time. Prized prospect. That's. <laughs> That, well, oh, that's what they Jesus. say. I'm not saying that's what he is. I'm saying that's, that's you know. That's what they say. That's what he stands. He stands Bowman's prize prospect. He's Stan Bowman's prize prospect. That's actually Tavo was everybody's prize prospect beforehand. Well, I don't know. He's playing really when you rush. I don't, I don't, that's what I, happens I, when you rush prospects up? I don't know. Whoever uh, whoever anointed him prize prospect was wrong. And I've said that all along. He's just Stan Bowman. He's just, gotta, you know he's just a prospect. He's not a prize. The next, the next sound clip you need to find is the one of Bill Parcells about Tony Romo and said, let's not get the anointing oil out yet. <laughs> That's yeah. the next one we need for Nick Schmaltz. Woo! Well, it's, it's anyone. I mean, really before, yeah, before you they, know, it's, it's always been, it's, it's always someone. Trust me. Yeah. It's going on right now with the White Sox. Everybody's all excited about this. I ain't going to get excited until I actually see a result. Yeah, apparently all these prospects look good on paper, but until they can actually do something. Oh, uh, now apparently everyone's piling on Chapman now. Right, okay, all right. You just get a sweep it under the rug until the yeah, world. Well, I mean, 
I'm going to leave this one alone because it's going to get me all fired up again like it did the, the, the night they traded for him. Now you're going to pile on him. After you used him for the World Series and everything, now all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, he's garbage now. Now you're right. going to beat him worse than he beat his girlfriend. <sighs> what? Uh, most people I see piling on him were the ones that didn't like the trade to begin with. But mm. At least that's my It was. Time. It was actually more ignoring. It was more ignoring than than anything but <clears throat> they wow. were they were just ignoring him that it, that he was even there but Patrick Kane I mean he was still, yeah yeah same thing yeah they did they didn't want to ignore Patrick Kane that made things not fun what so anyway what? yeah um uh, let's see here. Uh, Blackhawks will honor. They will not honor Ben Smith. They will honor. <laughs> they will honor Steve Larmer. You can all. You can all guess who put Ben Smith in there. I was hoping you would trip up and say it. No, damn it. The Blackhawks. Oh, right. No, because I saw you type one it. Last shift. Yeah, the, they will honor uh, <laughs> Ben Smith with one last shift, which is about one more shift than he actually deserved in the NHL. <laughs> Uh, Blackhawks remember it though. Yeah, the Blackhawks will honor Steve Larimer with their next edition of One Last Shift against the Rangers on Friday. Uh, it should also be noted that Larimer deserves to have his number retired and be the in the Hall, Hockey Hall of Fame. The number yeah, retiring right. thing, I, I could go either way, but the Hockey Hall of Fame, I think he deserves to be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. As I said on Twitter, if Rogie Vachon is in the Hockey Hall of Fame, Steve Larmer deserves to be in the Hockey if Hall of Eric Fame. If Eric Lindros is in the Hall of Fame, Steve Larmer deserves well, to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, let's not start that one again. <laughs> uh, I mean, Larmer, like, his Iron Man streak, which ended because of fucking old man Pulford. Um, <laughs> Get Pat Foley on the phone about that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> his rant about that... You know, every once in a while, Pat Foley has a golden moment. He went on that rant about old man Pulford busting up Larmer's uh, Iron Man streak. Uh, that was pretty good. I actually have to find that. Maybe we'll play it next showcast. But, uh, yeah, just, just for the Iron Man streak alone, he should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, because he, he was just, he was consistently good. He was overshadowed by, you know, big personalities like Dennis Savard. But uh, he was, uh, you know, a consistently great player for the uh, Blackhawks. And even though he didn't win, he only won the cup with the uh, Rangers. He uh, he still deserves some. He he does. I I wouldn't be disappointed to see that number twenty eight go up in the rafters without the name Smith above it. <laughs> Maybe uh, they can get a joint banner. <laughs> a joint there you go. Yeah, like was the, it uh, the Magnuson and P, uh, Pierre Pilat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, there you go. Now you're thinking. No, thank you. Just like so you know, Derek, your number will not be re- hanging up in the Puck and Hostel offices. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, this was an interesting little uh, tidbit that came up this week, which was Scott Powers did a little research, and um, he found out that the Blackhawks actually still hold the rights to 2011 fourth round draft pick Maxim Shalunov. Shalunov. Well, well, actually, well, I don't, I don't know if this is true because um, what's the guy's name? Igor. Igor. No, 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 hold on. Uh, Igor, the guy from Russia that does all the good reporting, so that they still the Blackhawks don't hold his rights. No, anymore. he said he did. He said, "Are you sure?" Because I understood differently, but um, the 
Powers, yeah, I guess, did a bunch it. of research and and found out that it is true. They still do hold his rights. Um, oh, they, so he did go back because that now? well, they still hold his rights because he's listed as a defected player. So it's kind of like, uh, I guess you could say like Yager or, uh, you know, uh, Kovalchuk or like, oh, okay. How I they just you. he defected over there. Um, and why they still held the rights to uh, what was it uh, the goalie nail him off, <laughs> which okay, I, I'm I'll sure they want to give up his rights after that performance. But yeah, I got a question. Yeah, actually, two. One, do the Blackhawks still hold Pavel Vorobiev's rights? <laughs> and two, did Powers confirm this with Brian Hedger? <laughs> what? Uh, Brian Hedger can't confirm much of anything. Uh, yeah, I saw somebody said that they should do a drunk podcast, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Hedger's drunk every time. Oh, he was. Uh, was it? No, 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 no. It was. Uh, it was the Madhouse podcast where they were talking about getting high. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, the last uh, I think it was Powers and yeah, the last Powers and Hedger one, they were talking about doing coke. They didn't. Awesome. They weren't talking about doing it. They just mentioned it because uh, something mentioned something about rocks. And uh, Power says, "You mean like cocaine?" I'm like, "Oh, jeez, what? These guys are getting a little edgy here." They're gonna turn into an LA Kings podcast. First <laughs> guest, Jared Stoll and Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, but uh, also uh, was brought up with this. Uh, I guess that one of the Blackhawks. Uh, uh, what's the, uh, uh, yeah, scouts. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. One of the black, I, I totally like got thrown off there. The scoots. Yeah. One of the scouts, one of the Blackhawk scouts, uh, for the KHL was actually watching Shalunov the other day or today actually. And he was also reportedly scouting 21 year old undrafted center right wing Konstantin Okulov, which I today, um, Posted a couple YouTube videos of some goals that he scored over in the KHL. He's a pretty talented player. The thing that I like the, the name. The thing that scares me about this. They're not going to resign Panarin. Yes. <laughs> is that is that this Okulov guy Anything. is the emergency replacement if they are not able to sign Panarin, which that frightens the fuck out of me because you have to sign Panarin. There's no two ways about it. You have to sign him, otherwise that you're done. the The championship window's done; it's over with. Okay, I mean, here's the thing: if they don't re-sign fucking Panarin and it becomes another Brandon Sod, I'm going to be a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. <laughs> it's it. Well, we already kind of are. We know Pat oh, is. Man. We know Pat is. I love the Blue Jackets. They're fun to watch, and their arena is fucking awesome. So, yeah, it's even better when you're sober too. I've been there sober as well, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. We will make America great again. Thank you. I didn't drink the time that I was there with you when I didn't know you because I had to drive myself home the same night. Unfortunately, we didn't hang out that night. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Uncle Roosevelt says, good riddance. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That was certain a telegraph this morning. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, 
back to this whole Akulov Panarin thing. Um, no one's put two and two together because they're not really thinking too uh, too far ahead on this. But hey, it was me, me, and a couple people. Shh. Hey, my dog making an appearance. That's Lane. I was gonna say, is that Lane making? That, a, that is know, Lane making an appearance. Replacing Darren. <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Yeah. Um. Yeah, more alive than Lane Staley. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. This summer, I basically when the, when the reports came out that that uh, Panarin was asking for six point five million dollars, I immediately said, "You got to sign him for that. If you could sign him for that now, sign him for that now, like yesterday." And you know, uh, Greg was kind of on board with that as well. And then we had a couple naysayers saying, "What if he only scores twenty goals this year, and then you've signed him?" Da, 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 da. Well, that was a choice. You, you had to make. I mean, that was that was just a chance you had to make. Yep. Uh, you you can't just play roll you know roll the dice and hope that he has a shitty year so you can get him at a lower rate. Like you you don't have that kind of wiggle room. Just lock him up and hang on to him. And they didn't do I it. I mean, shit. I mean, Brandon Saad didn't even come close to the points that Panarin put up and he still got $6 million a year. And, so, and now you're just, and, and as the days go on and as he's, as he's scoring more goals and with, in without Kane, just, we'll, he's still in the top 20 in points. Yeah. With, in so, without Kane, I mean, he's scoring now. Cause of course you had some naysayers saying, well, what's he going to do without Kane on his line? Well, now you've seen that he can score without Kane on his line and he can carry a line pretty much by himself. Um, He's getting more expensive by the day. And now what's going to happen if, you know, now you got to sign him for seven or I, people are like, well, you, maybe you could sign him to a bridge deal. Do you think he's going to really go for a bridge deal? I don't think he's going to. I mean, he's an RFA, so they do have that, but. Well, I mean, I I don't know if he's going to be, you know, arbitration eligible, but. Uh, that would be an option, but still, I mean, I don't. I'm with you, Gate Man. I'm scared to death about it. Yeah, it's, oh, it, I am too. I it's mean, getting scarier and scarier by the day, and uh, there's not about there, that Panarin shirt. Yeah, I mean, the Blackhawks do hold the cards to a certain extent because of you know. Yeah, they have all the leverage status to the RFA status. They have they have some leverage, but I mean, Panarin's the type of player like. I know we always say this, but I mean nobody uses the fucking uh, the offer sheets. But yeah, I mean I would not I don't be think surprised to I see an offer sheet for Panarin. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yes. No, I don't think it's going to happen. I, if people aren't there, there have been people out there they could offer sheet, and it hasn't happened. So I don't know, man. This I think there's a better than small chance that it would happen. I think uh, the chances better that he's going to get the side treatment rather than just because the threat of like they did with Saad, the threat of an offer sheet. I don't. I'm not confident in this offer sheet shit at all. Because well, because here's the thing too is I mean, they're going to have to give him a no movement clause, too. I mean, maybe we think, we assume, but it's going to add. I don't know. It's it's getting it is getting scarier, scarier by the day, and you he's 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 like a must have. Like Saad was a nice to have, 
because he worked nicely with Tay's line. And we all thought, like, you know, he's, he's a really, you know, you, you really want to hang on to him. But, like, Panarin is a must-have. You have to keep this kid. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Marion, the steadily declining Marion Hosa is not going to keep up at this rate. I mean, he's, it's nice that he is he is doing it now. But can you imagine yeah. how much the Blackhawks would be hurting if he wasn't performing as he is right now? And Tay's out. And Kane, while he's getting points, he's not really scoring at the rate he was. Uh, where would they be right now without Marion Hosa scoring what he's scoring? They'd be in yep. deep shit. So, and Still Panarin, you know, what, two two games in a row where Panarin scored the only goal of the game? Yeah. It's not a pretty situation when, when you start to break it down. Yeah, yeah, I get that, the, that they're, you know, bum-slaying in the Western Conference right now because the Western Conference is a complete and utter shit show. But, uh... Just they're playing down to, or I should say, they're playing slightly above the level, the shitty level that the rest of the Western Conference is playing at. Doesn't mean that they're, uh, you know, they're doing what what other teams have done in the Eastern Conference in past years, where they've just fucking bum slayed all year long, and uh, and the you know end the year with the President's Trophy, and then can't do shit in the playoffs. So I think the Rangers did that, Washington did that, yeah. So, it's just reversed now. The Western Conference is what's dog shit right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, let's get into some games here. Uh, first game uh, after the last one was the uh, the Taves getting hurt game. This was a Patrick or a Fat Trick recap. It was two one. Yeah, Fat Cap lost to the Sharks. Two one loss. Uh, Crawford was a net, played okay, great remaining, uh, played okay in the first and had a great remaining 40 seconds, or 40 minutes, sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Pat had, took issue with the horrible camera angle in the, uh, Shark Stadium. It's like watching the game in the third world country, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I. They've actually, always had terrible. They've always had terrible camera angles in the shark. Yeah, game. they do. It was actually it's bad. The, it was only the first couple minutes of the game, and the, the camera. It was like Michael J. Fox was working it too. It was bouncing up and down. <laughs> <and everything. laughs> Damn. <laughs> some of the some of the camera angles there in San Jose kind of remember remind me of Rexall though. I oh, think I it's Rexall. weird. If I remember correctly, awesome. I think but I their rem- camera angles were terrible. Rexall was awesome. Don't don't shit that one well at least the ice was good there uh yeah if i remember correctly i remember merrick saying something about that the sharks have the least option the the least number of options for cameras cameras or camera angles uh in the nhl because of the way their arena is set up if you were a cameraman would you want to get in a tank full of sharks (laughs) oh god There's an L.A. Kings joke, too, yeah. in there if you want it. Yeah, great. Do we? Do I really want to incite that? No, um, I'll just snort it out. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, uh, the Blackhawks' goal was by Panarin, a one-timer. The aforementioned Artemi Panarin. Black yeah, you hear that? That's the cash register going off. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I Actually, I'm going to have to get the cash register sound, or every time we talk about him. I will have to give him the. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. 
money, 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 if Ben Smith can score, we don't need to make the Nets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Uh, Blackhawks legend. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Hawks have been missing the net quite a bit lately, and they did in this game as well. According to Pat. I don't think I actually watched this whole game. <clears throat> oh, God. You would think Stahlberg and Versteeg were still on the team. Oh, God. Did you see my mention of them today? How do you like me now? No, I didn't. How do you like me now? Yeah. Uh, after the, uh, uh, what was it, the the Cubs trade today, and everyone was whacking off on the internet about it. Yeah, I, I, I said is I got it, busy today, so I, I didn't check Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say my, my, my actual, uh, I got to find what I said. I need some hold music here. <laughs> You know, we do have a sound effect for that. Yeah, I know. I just don't feel like looking for it. I said, is this how the non-Blackhawks fans felt when the Blackhawks traded Versteeg and Sweat for Stahlberg, Parody, and Di Domenico in the summer of 2000? Jesus Christ. Because, god damn. That's good. The amount of coverage for a fucking December trade... It was ridiculous. It is winter meetings. Oh, well, allow me to stand cor- be stand it's like be the corrected. second trade deadline. Come on. No. It's like, you know, the free agent frenzy after, you know, July 1st. No, no. It's essentially. Yeah, when Brad Richard signs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's on fire tonight, man. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> Oh, wow. Really? Love it. We're going to have to call him last minute all the time. Yeah. Uh, right there. The Blackhawks shit show petroleum power play gave up a shorthanded game winning goal early in the first period. That is an excellent nickname, too, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I even made up a nice little logo for it. One would call that a Photoshop. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> One would. One would definitely call that a Photoshop. I'm retired. The shit show petroleum power play, yeah. Do you say retarded or retired? (laughs) Is there a case to be made for both? (laughs) I'm going to miss you, buddy. I'm going to miss you. Look at him go to town! (laughs) You can Uh, also burn with your genitals after you fuck Sarah Darling. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, Don't worry, I'll make sure I wear flip-flops at our wedding. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a beach wedding, too? Yes. All right. Make sure I wear the whale. Oh, oh, see, yeah, Mr. Norton picked that one up. I was waiting for the follow-up on that. I was waiting for that. I missed it. What did he say? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I didn't hear him. What did he say? Uh, He said, where the whale belongs. (laughs) (laughs) 
that that was uh, yeah. I think everyone listening to this was probably sitting there thinking yeah everyone sitting there listening to this was probably thinking the same thing like wait wait for it wait for it Mr. Norton bravo uh, sir I know he he, he nailed a hanging curveball beyond your years he nailed a hanging Araldus Chapman curveball for, (laughs) for a game seven home run Ooh. Yeah. That he still gives the, me heart he hit that one. He hit that one harder than Chapman hits his girlfriend. Oh. What? Damn. All right. Circling back. Oh, 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 I think we're going to fill this one in tonight, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw something that was highly offensive to any NHL fan right now. Yeah, we're 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 like uh what are we an hour 40 in and we still got a lot to go. It's our New Year's Eve, 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 Eve episode. Yeah, well, I might have, I might have an actual uh, an announcement for that uh, you guys aren't aware of yet for for the holiday special podcast. Um, um, hey, if I could just really quickly bring this upon us. Yes. They, I'm watching NHL on the fly right now, yes. and uh, they throw it to Michael Michael Rupp right now. Michael who? And they actually Mike Rupp. <laughs> okay, yeah. And they actually had the nerve. To write on there his career resume as a 2003 Stanley Cup champion. Oh, That's a stretch. Yeah. Well, that was like uh, the other night with Pat Foley. Uh, he's talking about Brian Campbell. Brian Campbell, a plus two in his last five games or whatever. Like, yeah, that's a well, that's a random. That's a completely fucking random, like, average stat. He once assisted a Patrick Kane goal. Yeah, <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> oh. oh, that's gold. <laughs> You're batting a thousand tonight, Mister Norton. Oh my god. Oh boy. Uh, anyway, bring you to bring you in to pinch hit against uh, Chapman in the ninth. Oh, damn. All right. Back to the Sharks game. This is the game when Jonathan Taze left the game with his upper, upper body injury. We kind of talked about that. Uh, Marcus Kruger had his cage rattled in the second and then went to the locker room for something. Came back on the ice. Then the concussion spotter dinged him. This left the Blackhawks with only two centers that could win faceoffs while also killing pe- uh, penalties without two centers that could win fa- without the only two centers. Sorry. Get it out, man. Yeah, I know. I'm tripping Have over another time. Yeah, I know. Left them without the only two centers that could win face-offs while also killing penalties. So that was a shit show in that. Uh, it's amazing they only lost 2-1 to one in that game. The next game was the matinee game, the the annual day after Thanksgiving game against the Ducks. Oh, I, I hate that game. That's a bullshit game, too. afternoon hockey. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a Sunday game, I could deal with that. Any other time, no matinee games. Don't do it. Especially the day after Thanksgiving. I mean... Yeah, Corey Perry was leaving sludge all over the ice because you're leaking everywhere. Damn. Ugh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure your butt was leaking after Thanksgiving. Kind of like uh, John Gibson's. Yes. Damn. Speaking of the Ducks, um, Corey Crawford was a net save, 34 of 36. Taves missed the game because of his upper body injury. This was his first game missed. Blackhawks goals were by Artie Party and Isimov, Patrick Kane and Ryan Hartman. Uh, Blackhawks gave up a goal 10 seconds after the Hartman goal. 
and, taking your foot off the gas. Yeah. Score effects, right? Uh, Antoine Vermette uh, is good at face-offs. Too bad Joel Quenville had no need for any of that. All right. And uh, the Blacks, Blackhawks lost 73% per, of their face-offs they took. The Blacks have lost a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> I had to say it. Uh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up perfectly. <laughs> Shut it down. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. You uh, might be listening to this one tomorrow. <laughs> speaking of uh, May- the movie Major League, did you see that the... Uh, the owner, whatever her name was, she died uh, like two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Indians. You killed her, too. Oh. 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 Now Lou Brown can hire her in the baseball movie Hell. He's not the best color man in the league for nothing, folks. All right, we're set to go. <laughs> there you go. I loved Lou Brown, by the way. He he might have been my favorite character in that entire thing. <laughs> Whenever my sister-in-law calls, because that, that's like her favorite movie, she'll call me maybe like twice a year, and I always answer it like Lou Brown did when uh, they called him about the manager of the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see about. I gotta see a guy about some white walls. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Who turned down a managerial gig for a major league team? <laughs> oh, I love that. That is a great movie. That Even great. the second one is... It, it's it is. Not it's, as good. Good. it's almost as good. Yeah, but it's, it's it's got its good parts, for sure. Putting the duct tape on the propeller for the plane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this Ducks matinee game. Um, why is Roosevelt starting two games in a row for Kempney? Which actually... Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, finish. No. And this actually comes up later that uh, Kemp the Eggs sits for TVR, but go ahead. Okay, so Uncle Roosevelt did want me to point it out, oh, God. point this out oh, about no. Roosevelt, because he he took offense to you recently throwing Roosevelt under the bus and everything like that. <laughs> and he said, and I quote the other night, he goes, hey, all I do is win. All I do, he started singing it too. Oh, my God. God. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Don't get cocky, fuck nuts. <laughs> there you go, Uncle Roosevelt. I'll make sure I tell him uh, tomorrow night at the bar. Yeah. Don't get cocky, fuck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That coffee's doing you you really good. Huh? He's been playing good. Oh, he plays all right when he plays, but right now they have eight defensemen and they don't need to play him. So there's no well, need to throw him in. He needs to play. In. I mean... He, he can't. He's gonna be. That's what he's gonna have an issue with. And when he doesn't play, and they're like, "Oh, you haven't played in twenty games. Play. We need you tonight." He needs to. The oil needs to be. On yeah, the but he doesn't need you know, to like be. He doesn't hands. need. To, Michael Kempney does not need to be sitting for Michael Rose. Michael Kempney has been terrible. He's their fourth oh, best hasn't. defenseman. Yes, what are you talking he's about? He's been. He's been. <laughs> he's been fine. He's been. He's their he's fourth or fifth steady. best defenseman. If anyone he's should have been medical. sitting, it should have been Forsling. And they eventually did sit Forsling for Roosevelt, but... What, or, sitting... or they just shouldn't have fucking signed Roosevelt to begin with. How about that? <laughs> like, kind of like we should have never signed you. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll finally be a free Jesus. agent again. I was going to say, at least Derek is leaving. 
Rosenwald's sticking around forever. <laughs> He's like a bad case of the crabs. He just doesn't go yeah. away. He's going to be a fucking coach next year for this fucking team. Watch. Just now fucking you know, watch. Boy, John Gibson just got faked out of his jock. Holy shit. Did he shit his oh, pants too? Go pick up that jock in San Diego. Jesus Christ. Ooh, that was Sebastian Ajo. Oh, man. Wow. Kind of like Bobby Lou getting faked out of his jock by Artemi Panarin. Yeah. <laughs> did you see him tweet about that? Yes, that I did. That was hilarious. That's why I, I love Bobby Lou. I love Lou. Gibson didn't so have diarrhea tonight. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he went, for the, the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> All right. Finish know, his groin might have diarrhea now. <clears throat> Finishing up this Ducks game, the Ducks had a goal negated by a hand pass, but cut the lead to one goal just four minutes later. And I, uh, my comment was John Gibson all-star? Because for some reason he was an all-star last year, which he should not have been. He's, like John uh, Scott? Well, that's, that's another thing altogether. He was also like a rookie of the year candidate for two years in a row. <laughs> I don't I, He couldn't secure a starting position over Frederick Anderson, but he was an all-star. It made no fucking sense. All right, on to the next game. The 2-1 OT loss at the Kings. Uh, this is Mr. Norton. Uh, Lamont native and future brother-in-law, f- future Fetrick brother-in-law, <laughs> Scott Darling, was in net. Uh, the Hawks nearly gave up a goal just a minute in, but it was negated by Tyler Toffoli. Goaltender interference call. Where, where does he? Did he push Jamerson into the net? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh, the only Hawks goal was redirect right by Kane. It wasn't Budai's fault at all. Budai actually had a pretty good, decent game. Uh, Bizarro Conrolchek was awful because Olchek was actually <laughs> doing the uh, between periods analysis and Conrad was actually doing the uh, color. So Bizarro Conrolchek. Yeah, and that color was white too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dick fucking Panic has regressed back to just Dick Panic, but then he actually... A couple games later, he actually got his dick fucking pants back. He started fucking again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Kings' gray uniforms were bad per me and Norton, but Patrick liked them, and he is wrong. You're talking to a man who owns one of those purple Kings uniforms. <laughs> oh my god! So I said we I, don't I, agree. Sorry, sorry that the Kings thought outside the box when they came up with those jerseys. <laughs> Yeah, gray. Thinking outside the box there. Woo! Here's the problem. Don't I, hurt I think yourself. The problem with the gray is that you shouldn't wear them against a team that's wearing white. <laughs> like you got a problem with whites? <laughs> yes. Oh hell yeah! Show some guts, you yellow bastard. <laughs> okay, so my story on this game. That that game for me here in Indianapolis, for some goddamn reason, the channel that picked it up only had standard definition. So oh on my, my sixty, hold on. Just so this on my sixty-inch TV, the game's already blurry. I could not tell the difference between that light gray and the white. It was ridiculous. And the white ice. Right. It was like everything was just a blob on my fucking screen. So that's just because yeah. you're blind as a bat. No, it's because it was standard definition on a big TV. With oh the humanities blurring together. Uh, that's a lot of white on one screen. The American dream is dead. 
That's not counting the other white liquid that's on there, too. Damn! <laughs> right, Donald anyway. Trump isn't white. He's orange. So That is a racist comment. Good. Uh, hey, but on the King's un- yeah. uh, uniform talk, theirs is a lot better than those hideous Flyers ones. Oh, the Flyers ones. I completely agree with you on the gold letters. Yeah. That is brutal. Yeah. I Terrible. like the subtle gold that the Kings used on the outline and everything. And like I said, it's something totally different rather than seeing the teams wear the same damn colors. Yeah, well, they they could have went a little they could have went a little further out of the box, but I, I don't I don't, don't like don't them. give them too many third jerseys because Chris Sale will cut them up. <laughs> well, that joke's old. <laughs> hey, fun fact about that: Chris Sale was uh, <clears throat> he was day drinking that day. Not sure if anyone kind of knew that. Was he? What, what did he do? Yeah. Something? Uh, what? No, I I know a security guy. He was just telling me that. Uh, that yeah. doesn't fucking surprise me. That guy's a fucking no. hick. Totally. <laughs> Chris says the guy, with a says the guy from Indiana. <laughs> I am not from Indiana. I simply live here. Same thing. I am You're less redneck than you. Fucking disgrace. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> okay, and back to hockey now. <laughs> so that date's drinking again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. The next game is a 2-1 shootout win versus the Panthers. Corey Crawford was in net save 38 of 39, thus saving the Blackhawks' ass. Yager skated in his 1,652nd career NHL game, passing Chris Chelios and tying Mark Recchi for fourth on the all-time list, and scored the game-tying goal in the third. Uh, Dick fucking Panic was back, uh, scored the lone Blackhawks goal on a breakaway, and then won the game in the shootout. Uh, Ryan Hartman has been noticeable every game and looks good and uh, looks like a good fit uh, in the bottom six, of course. Uh, Patrick Kane definitely looked like he mailed this one in. Uh, took a late sloppy penalty and then half-assed it coming out of the penalty box uh, when he could have had a breakaway, and they sent him out uh, the, like a stretch pass, and he kind of half-assed it and missed it and uh, basically could have won the game right there. Quenville started Roosevelt over Kempney and had no gr- good reason why. He, his, he just did it because. Uh, this is the game. They're the, winning. This is the game the shit show petroleum power play was born, and I called out Nick Schmaltz in that game, saying that he's been uh, pretty much invisible. And uh, then Pat later later down the road called out Schmaltz as well, and then I've he was been sent calling down. him out. I just stop writing it in the recaps. That's all. Yeah. So you're just calling it. You're calling him out while you're in the bathroom by yourself. Oh, I'm thinking. Wait, 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 wait. Pat's calling out men's names while he's in the bathroom by himself. Because <laughs> he's not putting in that. recaps. I'm wondering when he's actually calling him out. Oh, <laughs> Nick Schmoll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> and the next game 4 3 overtime win versus the Devils. The Devils. Uh, Corey Crawford was in net. Travis Ajak had the hat trick for the Devils. Uh, Blackhawks goals were scored by the 
scoreless, the formerly scoreless Marcus Kruger, uh, Nick Jomerson, Artie Party, Anisimov, and the steadily declining Marion Hosa scored the game-winning goal in overtime. I think I just saw where Jonathan Taves' back injury came from. <laughs> oh, yeah, where's that? That fucking stupid Bauer thing he did. They're showing like a behind the scenes on NHL Network, oh. and he decided to do a full body slide into a camera, and it like yeah. landed on his back. You know that wasn't done, you know, two weeks ago, right? <laughs> yeah, but it could have what? caused like spasms. I mean, what? They come and go. Spasms come and go. That's why they're spasms. Mute, mute, mute. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be 100% serious, guys. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> hey, we had to use that one at least once, one more time. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It's already 1130. Yeah. The Hawks looked like dog shit in the first period, but Corey Crawford uh, did all the heavy lifting. The shit show like petroleum the power of the season. Yeah. <laughs> the shit show petroleum power play continued. The Hawks got booed by their home crowd. And Patrick Kane still looks like he's eyeing the Christmas holiday and mailing it in. So that's two games in a row where he looked like he was mailing it in. Called out by two of the three recappers. Wait till this game, too. (laughs) The game coming up. Uh, The 3-1 loss at the Flyers. Mr. Patrick had the honor of doing this one. This was the matinee game where Corey Crawford had all the drama go on before the game. I was actually out... uh, shopping with the family while this was going on and every couple of minutes my fiance's looking at me she's like are you done yet are you done yet because i because i'm like trying to figure out what's going on and retweeting shit because they didn't have a goalie and all that other crap uh the, the matinee game's bullshit patrick had to wake up before 2 p.m which is a tall order Woo! Corey crawford was too ill to back up scott darling's uh, Scott Darling started. Local kid Eric Zamborski got to live every amateur goalie dream by suiting up, taking warm-ups, and sitting on the bench for an NHL game. Cool story. That was a cool story. How fast could you have made it to Philly if they would have asked you? <laughs> Not fast enough. Because only <laughs> it was. I couldn't have made it down to the United Center in enough time. It, it you would have rolled up it. like Sonic the Hedgehog and rolled your fat <laughs> ass down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have got my ass kicked, that's for sure. You would have invented the fucking warp drive if yeah. they would have asked you. And they never would have. Holy They're, jumping. Yeah, there's no no worries about them asking me to play goalie. Ever. <clears throat> Although my buddy did get to play with the Hawks alumni, so. Dude, you should, whenever they do that what's your goal campaign thing, you should be like, my goal is to play goalie for practice for the Blackhawks. Oh, God. My goal as somebody whose height challenge is to play goal in the NHL. <laughs> oh, you got to add Eric the height challenge Dang. in there. Yeah. Fucker. I guess my, my only worry for you, like playing goalie for the Blackhawks in practice would be like, if they're shooting at your pads, they might hit you in the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Oh, shut the fuck up. I like that one. That was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wins in a fight? Gate or Darren Payne? <laughs> uh, uh, probably Gate because I'd shoot Darren Pang in the head because he's a fucking annoying. I think I outweigh Panger, and Panger's shorter than me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with me. And he's well, older. Like I'd rather listen to Steve Conroy than Darren Pang. 
Or I don't know about that. My answer, my answer would be all of us who get to watch the fight. <laughs> Those of you, <laughs> yeah, you guys would be the winners. Yep, this is this is true. You guys know that midget wrestling is already a thing, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I knew. Yes, fuckers. <laughs> Fuck you all. Fuck everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now I can't show this to my. Actually, mom. I wouldn't if if Peng, if Peng wouldn't have defected and gone to St. Louis. I wouldn't have minded him here because I, uh, he's actually got some thoughts in his head that are worth something. The holy jumping is a whole shtick, but, um, holy jumping. He's definitely better than Steve Conroy. So I don't know about that. I do. Conroy's <laughs> dog shit. He's terrible. I watch a lot of blues games cause they are on TV here and he is just straight up annoying. Like I'd rather him just be, rather someone just be boring than just flat out annoying. I think it's his voice, but I mean my voice is annoying too, so it's all good. Truth. <laughs> truth bomb. Hashtag yeah. truth bomb. So, um, the only goal in this game was scored by Artemi Panarin, which he's our soon. Here comes the money. Yeah, we're going to have to preface every Artemi Panarin goal with that. (laughs) The Hawks still haven't won a regular season game in Philadelphia since 1996, but if our memory strikes us, uh, there were a couple wins back in 2010 in the playoffs. Brian Campbell was a plus one in that game. Holy shit. Nice. (laughs) God damn it. Nicely done. (laughs) You you will fill my shoes well. (laughs) You mean flip flops? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) How do you like me now? How do you like me now? My my size 12 and a half flip flops. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I've been meaning to ask you, did you finally get that ingrown toenail taken care of? Uh, Yeah, but now I have another one, actually. Oh. Also, Derek, I don't mean to brag, I wear size 13 shoes, so. <laughs> Damn. Damn, so you won't fit in my flip-flop. You'll actually break them. You'll, you'll break my wedding flip-flops. Ladies, you hear that? You know what they say about big feet. Woo! <laughs> Hashtag formal He's got a big flops. gut. <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of that, hey, my Mr. wife told me to wear flip flops. You son of a bitch. So, speaking of that formal wear, Mister Norton, did you wear your formal flip flops tonight for your little? Of course, engagement. What else would I be wearing dress shoes like a normal human. <laughs> my uh, wife, thirty. Why am I even wearing shoes? For Christ's sake. Where's formal shoes onto the beach? Jesus. <laughs> People going Too to easy. a wedding. <laughs> My wife uh, was barefoot. What's the goddamn difference? <laughs> Fuck you all. Fuck everybody. Uh, <laughs> Get it out of your system because they don't swear when it, it's ice cold. Man. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like me now? How do you like me now? Oh, damn. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> and moving on to the, the rest of the Philly game. <clears throat> Philly requested to wear the white uniforms for the game so they could wear their 50th anniversary duds, which are fucking hideous. Yeah, now I know what killed Ed Snyder. Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, Derek choking on all that dick. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, back to that comment I made before the podcast, like, oh yeah, that's what that was directed for. <laughs> uh, Pat called out Nick Schmaltz in this game. Uh, the Blackhawks had a goal negated because of goalie interference, but the ref completely missed the puck being covered by the defenseman's hand, which should have been a penalty shot. Yeah. Did you not read my recap? Uh, I skimmed through it. That's where I pulled he, the notes he from. He swiped at the puck. He didn't close his hand on the puck. He still covered it. Yeah, that's the problem. All you have to do is put your hand on top of it. Closing your hand on the puck. You can swipe at the puck. Yeah. Not in the crease, though, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have the rule book. I actually read the rule book before I wrote that. You can read? <laughs> you like God that? damn it. You like you that? Oh, he went, for the, he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> I hate to inform you, Mr. Norton, but next year when you're at Kansas, I might be a resident of Kansas City, Kansas. So. Oh, no. <laughs> no, please, no. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be scared. He can't catch anything. So the Fatrick yeah. twins could continue to be a thing. But you, you did also you leave guys out where gingerly I called out Patrick. Together. You did leave out where I called out Patrick Kane for half assing it at center ice and then got beat back on the yeah. flyer second goal. Yeah. Which would be three games in a row where he's been half assing it. Yeah. So yeah. we've all caught on. Yeah. But the three of us that do recaps. <clears throat> <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> Um, Hashtag uh, harms roast. <laughs> you like that? I mean, you you like that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, TVR actually made his return to the lineup in this game, and he was rusty as hell. Pat didn't want to pile on him, but I did. I did all the piling on. He was fucking t- terrible. Which is very impressive for you since you can't jump onto anything. I mean, when you're when you're already <laughs> terrible and then you're rusty on top of that, I mean, that's just not good. Well, like I said too, you put a rusty defenseman out there who hasn't played in weeks uh, in front of a goalie who's a backup goalie who doesn't have a backup behind, like he has an amateur goalie behind him. I mean, it, it was just it, it made for a bad story. It was never going to end. Uh, it was not that game was never going to end well. I did like I I didn't add this in there, but I did like that Quenville said that if they scored the empty netter at the end, he was going to throw some Borski in there or whatever. Yeah, that was awesome to to play. That would have been cool. That was kind of a class move to do that because you don't really see a whole lot of that happening. So that would have been awesome. And then the final would have been like what seven to one. <laughs> it very well could have been. It very well could have been. <laughs> uh, oh man. No, I'm just I'm laughing at what the Vegas Golden Knights tweeted tonight. That's all. Oh no, what was that? I didn't see it. <clears throat> they said they had some sort of special on tonight called "Behind the Vegas Ice" or something like that. I so badly want to reply to them. I can't wait to see the part where you went through the uh, trademark issues, <laughs> where your trademark was denied. 
Yeah. Or the behind the scenes of getting a trademark and then getting it denied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a joke. From the from the uh, announcement video to now the trademark. This this franchise has just been a shit show. Even the coyotes got off to a better start. No. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! What? Uh, you don't moving need the trademark to move into a new stadium. <laughs> oh, he went for the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> and moving this on to kid, the next, this kid's going. Places. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to the speaking of Mr. Norton going places, moving to the next game, uh, the two-one <laughs> loss versus Winnipeg. Mr. Norton picked this game up because of uh, Patrick was uh, feeling a little bit uh, overwhelmed, I guess, <laughs> with the weekend games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scott Darling was a net, played a great game, deserved a better fate than losing after giving up only two goals. Blackhawks had only two shots on net in the first period, and uh, even one of those was debatable. Um, Blackhawks, the only Blackhawks goal, and this is get, starting to get to be a, a regular thing, the only Blackhawks goal was scored by Artemi Panarin. Here comes the money! Here we go! Money talks! Here comes the money! Money, 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 money. Uh, Panic and Hinestroza looked good in the bottom six. Uh, both Patrick and Patrick Jr. hate Steve Conroyd. Uh, too many breakaways against. I think I think Darling saved like two or three breakaways, which he should never have had to do. Um, that's pretty much all I can remember from that game. Panarin <laughs> is turning into the uh, Ted DiBiase of the Blackhawks. Woo! Oh, yeah. The million dollar man. Yeah. Yes, he is. The several million dollar man is what he's going to be. Just hopefully his son turns out to be a better hockey player than Ted DiBiase Jr. did as a wrestler. What? Oh, <laughs> damn. Alrighty then. Uh, and the final Sorry, game. Sorry, it wasn't Goldberg talk for us. <laughs> hey, man, Goldberg. He's my man. I had to go that out sucks. and replenish my Goldberg t-shirt uh, stash. The, Those still it, fit you from 2000? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Talk about I, I, No, I actually, I went out and bought uh, some new ones. I got one for my kid, too, because he liked Goldberg, too. See, no, that's acceptable. Shockingly enough, right? <laughs> yeah. I was listening to Slipknot today. I was like, oh, I wonder if he could play the drums on that song. He tries. He actually sits <laughs> up there. With, he, he takes his iPad, and he sits it next to the drum kit that he has in his room, and he tries to play drums to Slipknot. <laughs> And then he comes down and says, Dad, did you, was that a good song? <laughs> yeah, it actually is pretty good. Or he comes down here with his headphones in and he's singing Slipknot out loud, which is funny <laughs> to hear a four-year-old singing Slipknot out loud because <laughs> he doesn't realize that, you know, he doesn't realize because he has the earphones on or the headphones on that the other, we could hear him loud and clear. It's that pretty, is great. It is pretty comical. Yeah, he's something else, that kid. Not only that, but he started his hockey classes, and he let's just to put it nicely, he's he's a little bit of a power forward, so um, <laughs> he's not into the finesse part of things. <laughs> so there's there's like a drill where they have like they put a kid. So in he's Brian thing. Bickle, yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, he's kind of like Dustin Bufflin, more like <laughs> they they have this drill where they they take they take one kid and they put him in the middle, and. Uh, there's like four or five other kids and the kids, the, f- the five other kids have to skate past that one kid and get to the other side of the ice. 
and they and it's between the red line and the blue line. So there's like only a certain part where they can go. And slowly but surely, you know, kids are eliminated. And when the kids eliminated, they have to go stand at center. So then it, it it completely reverses where at the end you have one kid trying to get through five kids to the other side. Well, instead of tagging the kids, my son thought thinks it's a good idea to just flat out label them. <laughs> and, and just like take it. them down. Suspended for six games. <laughs> exactly. Oh, he went for the he went for the jugular right there. <laughs> so if you're suspending them for that many games already, you could never be an ECHL commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve games for breaking somebody's neck. That's ridiculous. Well, he is a previous offender. Woo! Uh. Anyway, the last game uh, was. Uh, the game last night, she 4 nothing shutout win versus the Coyotes. Scott Darling and Nett only had to make 22 saves. Uh, Coach Wizzo sat uh, Michael Kepney again for Trevor Ram Reemsdyke. TVR actually had a little better game, but still. Because, uh, you know, with uh, Jonathan Taves and Corey Crawford out, the remedy is always more TVR. Yeah. Speaking of TVR, yeah. enough with the irrational pumping of the tires where everyone's talking about how good he's playing because he wasn't playing that good. So I don't hey, know. You just need to build that confidence, man. Bingay or whatever played a good game because he didn't play. Woo! Yeah, basically. Uh, but you got, you know, Kitch was pumping the tires. You got Eddie O pumping the tires. Everyone talking about how good he's playing. He didn't play that good. He played average. In fact, he he actually got, got fucking trounced in possession numbers. So I don't even want to hear about how good he was. I, I think I think the way to put it would just be saying he played good for TVR. <laughs> Basically. Basically. The <laughs> uh, Blackhawks' first period was shit. They were outshot 9-5 to five by a team that was averaging giving up 14 shots per period in the last four games. Uh, Blackhawks' goals were by Hosa. The steadily declining Marion Hosa had two goals. Uh Artie Party and Nisimov had another goal, and Moose Rasmussen had a goal. Rasmussen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seabrook got hurt in the second period and never returned. We're still at a point where we really don't know exactly uh, how long he may or may not be out. No one really had a report today. So. Oh, we'll, good. More TVR. Yeah, great. Yeah, and Rosie. Uh, <laughs> something that I thought I put in here. Oh, I must. Maybe I put it in my recap, and I didn't put it here. But um, <clears throat> it was kind of mentioned by someone that uh, Gustav Forsling mentioned that he thought that the deadline to be returned back to Sweden had passed, so that he would. He thinks he honestly thinks he's eligible to go down to Rockford, um, which I could, you know, could be a possibility. If you got eight guys, there's no need to rotate four defensemen. It's just silly. I mean, I could see rotating three, but rotating four is getting a little bit out of fucking control. So if you want to open up some spots, you could open up, uh, you could send Forsling down and let him play, you know, some, some heavy minutes down in uh, Rockford. But, um, I don't know, Navo and Zawaski were saying something about, you know, they're going to, you know, they thought they were going to waive someone like Desjardins or try to waive Roosevelt and send them down or something like that. I don't, I don't know. That didn't seem like something that they were going to do. They would do, but who knows? Well, Quenville can't be separated too far from his children 
in Ben Reams. Uh, in his, lar- <laughs> his large adult children. Did you see my Photoshop yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Van Reams, Dyke, and Tutu. Yeah. That just have to play. Have to be on the lineup just because Q, Coach Wizzo has to has to have them there as a security hey, blanket. Derek. Hey, Derek, what's a Photoshop? <laughs> Woo! Uh, the thing I'm working on right now is my parting gift. Oh, great. You are a blabbermouth! <laughs> so we'll see it next year. <laughs> and Norton's going to go for him! Way to go, Norton. Uh, so that wraps up the Blackhawks news. Um, Blackhawks news and games. We're, we're, we're at about two hours and 15 minutes, so I guess we're right on track to a normal shoutcast. Pretty uh, much, yeah. We have actually a couple of questions. Uh, so I'm going to go into them. The first one is from Vega Rover. I know I got ridiculed before because I called him Vega Rover. But it's Vega Rover, like <laughs> Vega Rover, like Vincent Vega, as in Vincent Vega from uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, is it normal for our bowel movements to be bright red after eating a McRib, or should we seek medical help? Pat? <laughs> Completely normal. <laughs> you like that? Just, you like I'd that? just like to touch on this. I had my first McRib the other day, and... <laughs> Had to throw out the last two bites of it. I just, it was so bad. Was what the so hell is wrong bad. with you? He's got a normal taste palate. That's what's wrong did with you, him. Woo! Did you leave the onions and the pickle on it the way God intended? It <laughs> no, I, I took that off. Oh, th- well, there you go. There's your problem. Oh, my God! Was it oh smothered in underwear? I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Yuck. Sweet cream on an ice cream sandwich. What in the blue hell are you doing? Have you ever had a McRib? Me? Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay. Ugh. And? Disgusting. (laughs) I will never have one again. That's That's because you're a moron. (laughs) No. Oh, God. My heart's going to explode from that monster I hit earlier. Or the 14 McRibs you've ingested since they've come back. No, actually, I'm eating candy. Yeah, that's why I got silent there for a minute. I guess candy? Oh, that's even better. I love how we just know that Patrick is going to die. We're just <laughs> waiting for the when. Yeah, we, 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 we can obviously tell you're fast on the road to uh, Uncle Roosevelt getting the diabetes. The diabetes. Yeah. When, when Patrick dies, no one's going to ask how. That's... <laughs> just gonna be a matter of when look at him go to oh, town all i ask is could we please start a petition to get me out of mcdonald's mcrib commercials because <laughs> if you've seen mcdonald's chicago is now following me you're and a McDonald's celebrity already called me saucer i don't know ronald mcdonald scares enough people as it is <laughs> Oh. oh, I just, oh boy, I just thought of a horrible joke. I ain't even going to say that. I can't believe I thought of it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, McDonald's hor- can save a lot with the uh, makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Put Patrick up there instead. 
No. Hey, wow. just so you know, too, I'm eating a low-fat uh, York peppermint patty. So, oh, oh you're still eating, low, still eating a York peppermint patty. Is it low-fat or sugar-free? What sugar -free? the fuck is the point of a low-fat peppermint patty? <laughs> It's a York peppermint. This is this is very advertised. It's low fat. This is very important. Is it low fat or sugar free? Uh, it just says low fat on there. Okay. So because it, be, less fat. no, there's a big difference. Because if you eat sugar free, we're you're going to be talking about bowel movements very soon. Oh, I, very I painful bowel that. movements. One of my roommates is a diabetic. Yeah. I, I've accidentally eaten a whole bag of sugar free candy before. <laughs> so I, did I. I, I know it. <laughs> I and got I news for you. John Gibson, your diarrhea wasn't shit. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. Yeah, you filled your big boy pants. I got news for you. I I, I know what diabetes is in the cards. Because <laughs> it ain't just Uncle Roosevelt, one of my roommates. There's multiple people if, in my family. I, yeah. <laughs> one side of the family, too. <laughs> well, if most people... <laughs> If po most people don't know about this, they probably do, but there is a, I think, I don't know what website it is, that has the reviews of Haribo um, sugar-free gummy bears. Amazon, it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah. You have to read the reviews. Okay, okay. I, nev I never knew that this whole sugar-free thing gives you craps was a thing until you just said this, but it explains so much of my life. <laughs> <laughs> One of my teachers gave me a bag of those heart of those Haribo things, and I ate the entire thing in like thirty minutes, and oh, had no. to spend the entire night on the toilet. So you were at that Naperville High School yesterday, where they ate the marijuana laced gummy bears. Oh no! <laughs> God. Yeah, you got to read. You you have to read the reviews because I'm sure you you will definitely feel their pain. If you want want to hear a really good McRib story tying back to the email, no, please I share. share a good Uncle Roosevelt story for you. Please share. So he's not only that, he's also, he quit drinking now because he has got to do a blood test for his cholesterol that was shockingly through the roof a couple months ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he's a totally different person. I told him much more. I said, I prefer the unhealthy Uncle Roosevelt a lot better. So anyways, I told him one night we were watching the Hawks. It was that infamous Taco Bell run game during the intermission. And I go, you do know McDonald's is across from Taco Bell. We could go get a couple McRibs, you know, have ourselves a McRib party. So he goes, look up the contents of the total fat and everything on that. I'm like, okay. And I look it up and he goes, so what is there, like 20 grams? I go, 75. <laughs> and he goes, you're not even supposed to have 20 if you're on the medicine that he's trying to avoid no. in a day. Oh God! And then the best part is he follows it up with, yeah, "It's also good to know that I used to eat nine of those a day when they were out." Oh God! You are a worthless piece of shit, pile! Get out of my face! That was his record for he ate nine McRibs in one day. Oh my God! I'm I'm trying to tie. Uh, I ate one McRib now. and wanted to die. So. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, eleven fillet of fishes in one day that he had. One. <sighs> Good lord! And yeah. I used to think that when I was in high school, getting a ten pack of tacos at Taco Bell and just downing all of them was a, was a feat. But apparently not. I, well, this ain't in one sitting. I mean, you know, he had three at lunch, three or maybe a couple between lunch and dinner, a couple more for dinner, and then a couple more after dinner. Oh, God. That's all. 
you can't call it dinner and lunch then. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's, four meals throughout the it's day. just one continuous one meal. Okay. <laughs> there wasn't much of a break. The only break he took was to take a breath. <laughs> Jesus. Well, his brother once ate three triple cheeseburgers in one sitting. Oh from my McDonald's. god. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. He actually had a good one too. He he he's like me too. I you know I'm I don't I could eat two McDoubles and two McChickens for lunch and be done with it and still be hungry. It's just the way McDonald's shitty food is. So the one day he comes home from work and his daughter's like, what's wrong with you? He goes, oh, I don't feel good. She goes, well, what would you have for lunch? He goes, you know, three filet of fishes, two McDoubles, and a McChicken. And she goes, oh, my God, it ran away. No wonder. you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. God damn. So we spend You're a lot of money at McDonald's. Fucking so disgrace. Nice <laughs> It'd be nice to get some money out of McDonald's now. Maybe they get a, maybe they could sponsor the shoutcast. <laughs> Since they're getting I'm all this trying. free they're getting all this free press. I'm trying to get it, man. Yeah, well <clears throat> That would be the first sponsor. Maybe the only ever. Trust me, though the bright red bowel movement after McRib totally normal. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go, Vega Rover. You you just uh, you just replied on uh, Twitter saying you wanted your uh, your McRib question answered, and our McRib expert answered it for you. Yes, but make sure you eat it with the pickles and the onions, unlike some of us. <laughs> yeah, eat it the way God intended it, even though that we all know there isn't a God. And I God, rep- didn't, God didn't intend for the McRib to be made. <laughs> he did. He took it from Eve's rib cage. Come on. Oh God. No, because if he took it from Eve's ribcage, there would be actual bone. <laughs> the McRib, even the bone, is made of meat. No. <laughs> That's what she said. Woo! <laughs> uh, and oh and, and I did... Paul an- Martin is still playing hockey? Huh, yeah. I didn't even know that. And I did follow up to the, the their follow-up, which is, or should we seek medical help? And I said seek medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours so what? unless for more than four minutes go seek <laughs> medical attention <laughs> 30 seconds anyway our boy Mr. Bur- Norton you'll learn all this in your senior year of <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, our boy Burns Churches uh, sends in a question when do we panic not dick panic but when do we panic about the Taze back not getting better, and when does TVR get shot into space? Um, I don't think TVR will get shot into space because he's uh, Joel Quenville's large adult child. Uh, the Taze thing, I'm not panicked just yet because, like they said, he probably would have toughed it out if it was the playoffs. I think they're just being precautionary. and They're being they're still- cautious because back injuries are difficult. And like, they're still winning without him. Thanks, they're Captain Obvious. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm not worried yet, but uh, if he doesn't make if he doesn't make a return like after the weekend. Or early next week, then I would start worrying. I'll give him. I'll give him a little bit of leeway. Do we all agree? Mm, yeah. Okay. Sure. 
In the interest of this podcast, yes. Yes. Fucking um, interest of having a normal bedtime. Sure. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, and then the last question, which is from Detective Suze, which is at Mad Online Tweets. Uh, your thought on cat facts, please. I hate cats, so fuck cats. So, there. Cats are fucking miserable animals. They're sneaky little sons of bitches, and they'd eat you if they were big enough. So, wow, fuck. that's awfully salty of you. <laughs> I don't like cats. I'm allergic, so I, I don't like I, I am too, so that that just... Well, that's a good excuse when the kids ask, ask for a cat. Nope, daddy's allergic, so. That's the first thing I look for when a person on their on their match profile. Do you have cats? Mm-hmm. Yes? Then no. Not interested. <laughs> I cannot, oh, God. <clears throat> I think maybe we should put a contest together to write Patrick's match profile. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all guys... for that. I'm all for that. I'm not sure if you guys saw this. I just saw it on Facebook. Uh, Tops, the trading card company, yeah, made a, an Eric Samborski hockey card. Did they really? Yeah. That's says, cool. says right on the bottom, Eric Samborski signs one-day contract, serves as emergency backup. Oh, that's pretty cool. Card. Yeah. Uh, let's see if it comes up. Uh, I, I tried to do a search, but whatever. Okay, I have sent my parting gift to you on Twitter. Great. Terrific. Should I unblock you? <laughs> I was going to say. That, that, that I mean, think you'll enjoy it. That would mean I have to unmute you. <laughs> so the truth comes out, huh? <laughs> All right, uh, hang on, hang on. Don't spoil it yet. <laughs> I gotta gotta find you. I, see, you don't even pop up when I search your Twitter name because I blocked I blocked you. Oh, there it is. I see it. Derek Harms is blocked. Oh, nice. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Man, it's almost like you put time and effort into that one. <laughs> I've literally been working on it for like five minutes. <laughs> wow, you must have really been busy the last seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, year. But... There you go. You can I'm use that every time. Our every time our Terry Panarin scores, I'll yeah. email you the. Yeah, gift I'm gonna see, you're gonna it. have to email it to me because you can't. It's it's hard as fuck to steal it from Twitter. The gifts, at least. <clears throat> GIF. Uh, yeah. It's GIF. <laughs> it's GIF. <laughs> no, it's not. Dude, okay, when you say <laughs> graphics. It's a hard G. It's fucking GIF. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm on the GIF. I'm on the GIF bus. It's definitely, it's graphics interchange. Now, uh, is it fuck. is it jogging or yogging? <laughs> <laughs> I said we don't agree. You know what? I, I want to go some Yaramir yogging. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm it, on the is GIF it train. Is it Demi more or is it, is it a semi-tractor trailer? I'm not aware of it's that. It's a Demi more. <laughs> It's definitely fucking Seinfeld, GIF. Though? Okay. I'm I'm on board with Norton. It's a GIF. Oh, it's definitely God. GIF. It's, you just you just want to call it GIF because it makes you think of peanut butter. God damn right. <laughs> you fat bastards. It stands for graphics interchange format. Graphics sounds so, with G. I got a it's question for GIF. you then. Since you're Mr. Baseball, do you call it an yes. RBI? Or is it an 
RBIs when a guy has a run bet or has a good RBI multiple RBI in a game. It's runs batted in. So it would just be RBI. Yeah. Okay. All right. I could sleep better now knowing that. Wait, so I'm sorry. It's graphics something else and whatever. Graphics interchange format. Yeah, it's also called I've got too much time on my hands. <laughs> hey, we're 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 I, I got to side with uh, Harms on this one cuz we're we're uh, graphics geeks, so. Could have fooled me. <laughs> you fucker. Just going to say, the guy who created the GIF says that it's <laughs> pronounced GIF. So yeah, well, can... he's a fucking moron. So. <laughs> he's obviously the... not if he created the damn thing. Says the man who can't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> All this talk, I don't know about you, but I'm going to make myself a couple of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch tomorrow now. <laughs> And you're going to slap a McRib between them? Oh, that sounds good. Oh, yuck. I could go for for one. I need a vomit sound sound effect. I had a horrible dilemma Sunday night because I'm like, I was hungry at 1030. I'm like, well, if I get one McRib, I know that's not going to be enough. If I get two, that's going to put me at 13 and I'm superstitious. And I had to drive downtown on Monday. So I was like, I don't want to do that. Chances are getting an accident. So yeah, I ate three McRibs at 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Why are you superstitious instead of a little stitious? God. What? Womp, womp, womp. Damn. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm well, going to acknowledge that like Jill Stein's recount uh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. <clears throat> Stealing money from poor people. That should be her campaign slogan for next year or next time. <laughs> Alrighty then. Bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, on that note. I think I've peaked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you have too. I uh, I think that wraps things up. I think we're done for the night. Um, I think. Wrapping up, you could find me on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram, all at Pucket Hostel. Uh, you can find my colleagues here. Pat is Patrick underscore Stankus. Derek, his final farewell uh, is Hostel underscore Derek. Brian is Atomic Froster. Uh, and Mr. Norton is PD Norton 3. And of course, the Shoutcast account is Hawks Shoutcast altogether. Original. Yeah. Also, if uh, you enjoy our stuff, you can, and you have some extremely disposable income, head over to the Pucket Hustle store and pick up some gear. Oh, I did want to buy, actually buy something on the website. I am still trying to research your head idea, so. um, No, but I actually want to get something else. Um, Christmas is coming up where that mythical creature Jesus was born. (laughs) Allegedly. Well, that, that goes right along with Santa. Woo! And the Easter Bunny. Santa Slay. And the Easter Bunny. And Did you know female orgasm? Wait, wait. Santa's I was not talking real? to. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Jay MacBoy about the Easter Bunny in Australia. Yeah, they celebrate Easter the same way we do. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. No, it's actually a Bill Hicks stand-up bit. <laughs> he said in Australia they celebrate Easter the same way we do commemorating the death and resurrection of Jesus by telling your children a giant bunny rabbit left chocolate eggs in the night. (laughs) 
Well, research bills. I figured it'd be a kangaroo if it's Australia. Well, maybe we could get Patrick to. Uh, sorry, Jay Mac boy, that was my attempt at an Australian accent. And I butchered it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Well, did you see? Did you see that video of Jay Mac boy fighting a kangaroo? <laughs> I did nice. see that. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I might have to go look that up now. <laughs> yeah, just look up guy fighting. Uh... Guy fighting kangaroo or something like that. He goes and punches the kangaroo because the kangaroo was attacking his dog. Yeah. Is that on Twitter or what is it? It's all over. It's probably on Twitter too, I'm sure. It's all over the internet. It's it's on Facebook oh, and Twitter. I'm, I'm Googling that right now. It's very now. short. It's like a vine. So it's short. Anyway, wrapping up. Uh <laughs> also, if you get a chance, please head over to iTunes. I know it's a pain in the ass. The interface sucks. But if if anyone uses iTunes and they get a chance to go to the iTunes store and look up the shoutcast, just uh, if, if nothing else, just rate us. But you can review us, too. We will read it on the air, good or bad, as you can see we did before. Um, I'm going to say I don't I don't think I have any major shout-outs. Uh, Pat, you got any shout-outs? I do have a shout-out. Um, you know, Derek, it's been a tumultuous year and a half with you and an incredibly <laughs> difficult year and a half tolerating your just annoying ass but you know i i have to say you know, when i first met you last year in columbus i thought you were an incredible asshole and everything like that and now <laughs> pretty much the same thing but uh what <sighs> I know yeah, you've been saving this up for like probably this about six months. I yeah. kind of want to treat you like this kangaroo gets over my But it's been an honor to to say I know somebody that lives in Indiana because it's not every day that somebody <laughs> has that honor and brags about it like we did or used to when you used to do Photoshop for us. <laughs> I mean, I'll never forget that one Photoshop you did. It was almost as good as Philip Denell's one goal with the Blackhawks. <laughs> You've been waiting for like six months for this, haven't you? He's yeah, got, he's he's got like a fucking script. I man. know. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called writing material, bro. <laughs> you know, it, you take time and effort, you know, you put effort into things because you know people enjoy them. You know, like people enjoy Photoshops. <laughs> and then you ask them, hey, could you do me one of this? I want to use it in a recap. And then Nothing happens. It's like a kid that finds out there's no Santa Claus. It's incredibly disappointing. Uh-oh. And you lose an ounce of respect for that person, the itty-bitty ounce that you had. You forgot to tell uh, Mr. Norton for the earmuffs about the Santa Claus part. I don't care about <laughs> that. I don't care about that. <laughs> I care about Derek right now. No, you but don't. I will never, I, I don't know how I could ever repay you, though, for the gift that you gave all of us for priceless lifetime memories of you standing on a beach, getting married in sand or flip flops <laughs> and a bowling shirt with your gut hanging out. <laughs> we'll never forget that moment. Wow. Definitely the, definitely the low point of your puck and hostile career. Wow. God damn. I <laughs> see this straight from my black heart. Good riddance. <laughs> Your black, your black enlarged heart. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. What? I'm not done. Go ahead. I, I wish you nothing but the worst. <laughs> I hope, I hope that you find some sort of enjoyment on the ice cold podcast. <laughs> <laughs> talking, 
being just completely wrong about the Chicago Bears, being completely wrong about the Chicago or Chicago Blackhawks, not knowing Leo Komarov is of Finnish descent and not of <laughs> he was born in Russia but actually plays for the Finnish teams. So you might want to get your facts straight because nobody on that podcast has their facts straight. All right, I'm done. <laughs> wow. This is this is exactly what that reminded me of. What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber <laughs> for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, it's, I understand, you know, you need to make change, but it's not often that you go from the number one Blackhawks podcast to the 48th. <laughs> I'd like to go to bed sometime. <laughs> I'm just going to keep rambling now so that I can keep you up till almost 2 a.m. Wow. Someone, can get on. someone please cut his connection. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, don't you wish my connection went out now? Yeah, holy cow! I mean, you've had a steady connection the whole time, and you're going, you're on your phone. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, in, in all honesty, I don't think that was nearly as as mean as a, a Karpatsev rant. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. Good luck, though, in being a I don't know fifteenth we person in a third nice. world country. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> nice. Well, I, I do want. I I don't want to echo Patrick's shout out, but I I do. Thank you for the the, the cucumber photo. <laughs> yeah, I do want to thank one. you for your uh, you know your your additions to the site and and all the the what additions <laughs> <laughs> the the little material you provided. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I do want to uh, thank you and wish you well with with, with the stuff you do. Uh, dying? Am I dying? Like, <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna say I'm calling it. He's back on January twentieth. <laughs> nice. Yeah, probably. I'll not. take before then. Yeah. Anyway, come, begging to come. I'll just like randomly call. It. I'll just like randomly call in in the middle of your podcast. Just. Like... Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he'll provide something. <laughs> Make sure. I... <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? You like that? You like that? Norton's firing uh, bullets. <laughs> yeah, damn. I might. I'm at a roll this Chapman might... level. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna finally buy Woo! that now Derek T-shirt now. Oh, <laughs> we're all gonna buy him and take a take a team picture. <laughs> yeah, Derek will probably take up three quarters of the picture too. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Patty. Oh, uh, I don't know how you could follow this up, but Mr. Norton, do you have any shout-outs? Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, I wanted to leave the guest of honor for the last one, uh, Mr. Mr. Harms. Would you? I don't, you got any shout-outs? I, I believe I was severely dishonored, but <laughs> you know, no. Um, would you expect any less? No, I didn't. I, I, I actually expected worse. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to th- first of all, thank Jeff and Pat for yeah. giving me the opportunity to just have some fun. Um, just kind of do what I wanted. 
uh, have some fun on the podcast. Shoot, shoot the shit about hockey. It's been it's been a fun two years ish. Um, no, I'm still gonna be on Twitter. I'm still have be have sarcastic <laughs> whips. Kind of. You know, I want to thank all the listeners and fo- and all the followers that I've gained from here. Um, it's it's been a fun ride. I'm still gonna be around. Not go anywhere. Just not gonna be doing shoutcasts. I guess. Um, you know, I've made a lot of friends from doing this, and um, I cherish I cherish all of you, including you, Pat. Derek, so, I'm cheering up, buddy. I don't know what to say. <laughs> nice. Talking about me. It's, it's been fun. It so, has been fun. Yeah. That's all I got. It's it's kind of it was it was a hard decision for me, but because I, I enjoy just having an outlet to talk about hockey for a while. Because I there aren't very many hockey fans in Indianapolis. So, but rumor has it they do have an ECHL team that is the affiliate of who? Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, actually. Oh, Thank nice. You. Might want to inform your coworkers on that one. <laughs> So, would you say this decision for you was ice cold? <laughs> it was probably lukewarm at best. Oh, that's good. All right. <laughs> it has been a real slice, man. <laughs> thanks for being us. A... It, it's been a real thin slice, but thanks for being us. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to start my own spinoff podcast, The Lukewarm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I almost cut you off, though, when you said, you know, I've gained, you know, tons of friends. I was going to say along with tons of weight, too, but, you know, whatever. I was already fat, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Derek, seems where are you? And, friends. you know, when you when you die next year of a heart attack, I, I will be sad. <laughs> nice. And I'll we'll always have that those two hours that we hung out in Columbus together, man. <laughs> two hours that you ditched us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was two hours. It was more like twenty minutes, Uncle. <laughs> yeah, it was more like twenty minutes. <laughs> well, you're, 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 so you could go cuddle with your uncle in your one bed. Hey, what we do in that bedroom stays in the bedroom. <laughs> All right. What happens in Columbus stays in Columbus. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's a tort. played torts and I'd played Scotty Hart and all that's all. Oh, God. <laughs> but in all seriousness, after I just berated you, it's been fun. <laughs> it has. But thanks for being a good sport. <laughs> and just remember, Donald Trump is the president elect of the United States of America. <laughs> for now. And we have four years to, to laugh at that. Yeah. Yeah, Derek, well, he's luck. only the president-elect for now because he's going to be the president in a month, so. I don't know. Hey, the Electoral College hasn't cast their votes yet. Oh, That's all I'm saying. That's not going to change. All right. But good luck in whatever you do next. <laughs> I'll be rooting for you. All I'll right. just follow you on Twitter, too. <laughs> Unmute him. <laughs> Gotta follow him first. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alright, we're wrapping this shit up Fuck everybody Alright, thanks to everybody for listening and supporting us Good night and don't be a meathead
Well, vive la fucking France, man! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.